Hey, I'm KJ Smith. Check me out in the family business on BET and in Medea's family funeral. Coming to theaters March 1st. I And you are listening to Below the Belt. The Below the Belt show is closed captioned for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the bad boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down. Al Soto, a.k.a. Celebrity Soto, your host with the most, here for your weekly pleasure. Man, we got an incredible show for you tonight, but I cannot wait to announce who's on the panel. But let's go ahead and first announce, that's right, he is the fan favorite. He is the person prince of pop culture. He is the man with the calming presence. He is Mike, the General Zod. Jen Zod, good to have you on BTV. Always great to be here. Yeah, it's one of the highlights of my week. And um, that's some, uh, you know, every week is a highlight in its own way. But being here, one of the one of the tops. Awesome. Might have to do with the company we have tonight, right? Yes, absolutely. I'm excited because we have uh, we have a couple of fantastic people that I'm excited to talk to. One I haven't yeah. talked to in a long time. Yeah. So let's go ahead and introduce. First of all, she is cosplayer extraordinaire. She is the sun and the stars. She's the <laughs> one and only Anna B. Anna B, love having Hi. you on BTV. I'm glad I'm, glad, I'm back. <laughs> I'm gl- we're glad to have you back, Anna B. All right, guys. <laughs> We've had a lot of fan mail asking where this guy has been, but we are happy to have him back on BTV, guys. And I can't believe I get to say his monikers because it, it has been a minute since I've said these monikers. And I'll announce the monikers. He is from the hood to Hollywood. He is the Cal Drogo of the DMV and a member of the SWAT team. The one and only actor extraordinaire, Lion Beckwith, back on BTV. Like, like, I feel like I should, like, drop down from the sky. Like, like now I feel like I have, like, that Michael Jackson entrance, you know what I mean? Where he's, like, just, just kind of sitting there for, like, five minutes, you know? But, yeah. It's me. What's up, people? Yo! I know y'all miss me. I know y'all miss me. I got, like, the little doves and stuff and the pigeons with the notes on it. I got your messages, guys, and I'm back. What up? Yes. <laughs> Can you believe the Caldrogo DMV is back? Because I figured, man, he's a celebrity now. The Wonder Woman 84 just dropped. He doesn't got time for BTV. That's what a lot of people were thinking. But we haven't had you. We haven't had a chance to talk about Wonder Woman 1984 um, since you've been. But my man, has it changed your career? Uh, you know, it 
I have gotten a little bit more busy. Um, which is 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 that's why it's no shade to uh below the belt, man. It's just it's just been a little bit more busy. Um, things been rocking and rolling, you know. Um, I, I I wouldn't say that I've got quite got superstar celebrity celebrity status. Um, I've I've always been kind of like uh very popular in the DMV. But um, I am I am working more. Um, people are understanding that you know I mean you know time is money. Um, that mm-hmm. I I actually am more than just a pretty face. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, I see yeah, the, same, I, the same modesty is still there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so you know you know people people saw that there was some some also some acting chops there. So yeah, I've been I've been a little bit more busy. Yeah, yeah. It's a blessing. Good, 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 man. Because, man, I'll tell you, man, because we hadn't had you on to talk about Wonder Woman 1984, but people have said that you are one of the stronger actors from the cast. There was actually a YouTube video, and you sent me the link, Lion, and they had the, you know, the arrow pointing at you in the trailer or whatever with you telling to put the baby down. You know, the child was, you know, over the balcony, you know, going to drop the child off the third story of a mall. And you're like, no, no, put it down. They said you were the best actor. Dude, when I when I got that, I was cracking up. I actually had three people, three people send me that, that YouTube link with this guy. And, you know, I, I guess he's kind of popular on YouTube, you know, said, pointing me out as the strongest, best actor in the in the movie, which is <laughs> hilarious. Uh, you know, my <laughs> my 15 minutes of, 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 of fame on that movie and, and, and I became the top top uh, strongest uh, best actor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're going against like Pedro Pascal and Gal Gadot and, and Kristen Wiig, you know, but uh now, first of all, what was it like being directed by Patty Jenkins? You know, um, and you know, so so me and Patty are good friends now. Um, nice. Like, yeah, yeah. So her birthday was just uh, like a week ago. Um, I, you know, I I text her, yeah, hey, happy birthday. She hit me back. I I even made her like a little 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 picture thing with her, kind of as Wonder Woman or whatever, and. Um, she loved it, you know. She's so. I mean, Patty's just awesome, man. Like, Patty's just super awesome, man. Like, she's she's a beautiful human being. Um, she's very loving, very kind, very down to earth, very very blunt individual. Which is another reason why I love. I love. I, I just love bluntness. I love honesty. And she's 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 hardcore. And she's one of those people that will never, should never act better than the next person. You know, like she's she's always grounded. She's always, you know, like like there and genuine, you know, that's cool so, because she's actually got a really cool project in the Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. Rogue yeah. Squadron. And, and now I that can't you say anything, now that you developed a rapport with Patty, I can't say anything, but could you be on the radar? Are you allowed to say if you're on the radar? Absolutely. Oh, shit. oh, yay. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely, dude! If you shit, I mean DC, you check. Maybe Star Wars, and all you need left is MCU. I've actually, I've actually been on uh, uh, I've actually been on some, um MCU before, actually, but nothing major. But I've, I've actually been on been on a, uh, two MCU projects before, but nothing major. But yeah, I guess so. We probably won't really, really count it. 
But um, have I gotten a check from them before? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, Are you allowed uh, to talk about the latest shit going on, man? Uh, let's see. Um, well, I, I just yesterday, um, I was hanging on the set of um, We Own the City. I met John Berthal for the second time because remember the first time we met him together. At awesome and, um, con, yeah, That's right, and, um, 2019 or 2018, and, I believe. And remember, he kind of he came from the table to talk to me. Came from behind the table, and we we chatted for a minute. Remember? And um, yes, he, I do. So so when we um when I saw him again, and I was like, oh hey man, what's going on, Lion? He remembered me, so that was super cool. Another genuine person, man. Super super genuine, down to earth person. Um, and um, so I was on the set of that, and. Just so happened while being on the set of that, I got a uh, a email to audition for the for that show. So um, so you were I, hanging out on set, not working, just hanging. Not out. working, just hanging out. Okay. Yep. Um, being a being an old time former past life stripper, and um, <laughs> I guess you can say what it, where it was. Are you allowed to say where it was? I mean, yeah, they they're not there anymore. So yeah, it was at the Gentleman's Gold Club. Um, okay. That's yeah, a fun so place to shoot, man. Yeah, yeah. Sure, a lot of people that had fun on that set. Yeah, yeah. Because aren't you usually paying and dropping lots of money, making a rain at strip club? But then, as an actor, you're getting paid to be in the strip club. Right. (laughs) So so you remember? Remember we? I had a guest on with me, tall Ivy. Remember Ivy, tall. Yes. Yeah. So Ivy was actually Ivy was actually um, on there. They had her dancing. They had her. She had her own trailer and everything. So what? she was, one of, she was okay. one of the dancers on there. So yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, we'll have to look forward to that episode. But we hope uh, uh, we see uh, you in a bigger capacity on the show. Obviously, oh, absolutely. And it's great to see you guys. Like, oh, Anna. virtually, right? Yeah. Al, what's what is what is going on? How y'all doing? Yeah. I mean, hopefully, we can see each other in person. Yeah. Let's let, let, look. We got to make it happen. We got to mm-hmm. hang out. You know, Al was like the 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 man of like outings and stuff like you know he's he's <laughs> he's always putting together day outings and, and, and stuff. Well, so, yeah. I, I was thinking of a btb social yeah um, let's have a maybe uh party. maybe at the upcoming uh renaissance festival we can do like a group outing Ooh, there yes and i definitely want to do awesome con so whoever is able to go to awesome con i am on the fence i'm on the fence about awesome con depending if i start this this other movie um um, I'm starting another movie called Drug Hunter, where okay. um, where I play a former military, kind of like Expendables type character. He's in a, uh, his name is Shadow, and he's really, oh man, um, not just deadly, but man, he's he's a little he's a little off. He he cuts out okay. a lady's uh, uh, silicone implants and plays with them, so that gives you an idea. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well you're yeah. just at the strip club so i guess it makes sense yeah <laughs> right right so yeah um, so you're playing later. you're playing a villain i guess no so i'm actually not this guy is just he's just a little off so what happens is um to tell a, hopefully i can tell a story um but it's by glenn parson um so a guy his his fat his son gets killed um and when he goes after these because these are some big people when he goes after them, uh, he asks his friends from military, um, like I said, kind of like an expendables thing, but he asks, tells them what happened and asks them to come with him to 
kind of avenge his son. And these guys are kind of like almost like the suicide squad because they just they're good guys, but they really do love doing things in a bad way. So, yeah, so they they really go overboard when when doing these this this mission or whatever. And um, so, yeah, 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 Um, that's that. Um, I, I have, I've written my movie that, um, um, I wrote, I did the trailer for, so a couple people are interested in it. It's called mask off. So I'll have a few people, um, well, a lot of local people in that, um, it's going to be union and SAG. So nice. Um, That's the way so to go, yeah. man. Where, where have you walked past Al and, you know, give your, 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 uh, veep, uh, house of cards line with your cup, you know, <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a tragedy. Yeah, we have we have general sitting somewhere with the mic, you know, calling some races, and, and <laughs> you're just gonna be my wife, Anna. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you are the Cal Drogo to DMV, and Anna B, you've been Daenerys, so I guess yeah, I guess technically it wouldn't be a stretch, right? <laughs> but man, well, Lion, it's been a minute since we talked everything entertainment, but uh, um, but we're gonna announce our uh, another special guest that we have joining us on the show. A little later, um, she's an actress that you can see on Sisters on BET. Uh, they're wrapping up season three. And she, more importantly, she's on a movie, a thriller called Twisted House Sitter mm-hmm. that you can see on Tubi TV for free. Um, I'll tell you, man, it's a very well-written, well-written film. Um, Did you see how excited Al gets when he says free? Al, Al, yeah. <laughs> Al gets so way You would have thought the whole thing was to promote it being free. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see it on TV for free. <laughs> but you know what? There's a lot of streaming channels out there. Not every, Not everybody has every damn streaming channel. So to have a streaming channel that you don't have to pay for is actually kind of refreshing. For Think about free. it. For free. free. Yeah. I mean, Disney Plus, Hulu, Paramount Plus, Peacock, you know, Netflix, Amazon Prime, list goes on and on. That shit adds up. So to be one, you know, they're saying, hey, we'll do streaming, but we're going to have ads. But, you know, we're just going to give you guys some free content. So, um, you know, kind of works out. But, uh. Crystal Lee Naomi will be joining us a little later on the program. She uh See Al, you set me up. I you did, I did, I did tell me why. I told you why. Because you got my wife on here, you got Anna on here, but then but then you, you're gonna have this you're gonna have this pretty actress chick come on, right? And you know, like my whole gimmick, my whole theme on here is like to be the creep. You know, like, you know, like, ooh, you're so pretty. <laughs> and now I'm going to feel awkward because she's going to look at me like I'm cheating, you know? <laughs> Total setup. <laughs> Total setup. Sabotage, but. Uh, Sabotage. Yeah, but you, but like, you did reach out. You said, anytime, you know, brother or sister's going to be a guest, you said, reach out. So I remember that. And not, I, but you're not supposed to say that while we're on here. <laughs> Confidential information. <laughs> okay, well, we can probably edit that one. <laughs> we can probably, probably edit it. <laughs> well, you know what? It's, it's, Cal Drogo, it's been a while since we talked entertainment. We, we like the Cal Drogo's take. 
and of course, Mike General Zod and Anabi's take on everything in the world of entertainment. So why not play some Hollywood news theme to get us started for the entertainment board? That's hot. That's bananas. That's off the chain. All right. All right, man. Let's just start with movies, man. Um, Some new trailers dropping. Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Did anyone check out the newest trailer? Holy shit. We got to see more of Woody Harrelson's Cassidy transform into Carnage. And I know Mike the General Zod, the big comic book aficionado on the show, yeah. knows about Carnage, knows that that's a quite a, a, a famous comic book storyline, Venom versus Carnage. Mm-hmm. Um, are you are you excited to to see? And I believe the first time a live action Carnage will be uh, in a film, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I mean, it is pretty exciting. Carnage has gotten like a big push in the past like few years. Like he was he was like really really visible a lot in the 90s like during the extreme periods of um of comics and then he kind of disappeared for a while because they were trying to go away from that but like in the past couple years they've done marvel's done a ton of symbiote stories and um i mean it was all like they had this like big plan where um like carnage's part like it turns out both venom and carnage even though they come from a different planet, there's a whole lot more to the storyline as to how they're connected. And like, you know, there's this like kind of patron God of symbiotes. I don't know. They'll probably won't do that for this movie. I mean, if they, it would be cool if they eventually did it for, if, if the uh, Venom franchise continues or they actually like, I don't even know, is Venom supposed to be in the MCU? Like, it's kind of hard to tell. Not 100% yet, although they are allowed to use Tom Holland. Yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, isn't, um, isn't uh, Michael so, Keaton? No, Michael Keaton's going to be in the Morbius movie. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And, yeah, so we got the Morbius movie, and then of course, this can it really be MCU? Because now Aaron Taylor Johnson is going to play Craven the Hunter. Yeah. And he was Quicksilver, who, of course, you know, died in the Avengers movie. Um, Although they're which, probably probably going forward, if they ever have Quicksilver again, they're going to have um, Evan Peters, right? Evan Peters, yeah. See, that's the thing. Why they cast had me as Craven? There just, you go. I, I just want to <laughs> yeah. say I should have been Craven. It's can you do Russian? I've done many Russian women, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Speak Russian. I think he meant speak Russian. Mike. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can learn, right? You can learn. Well, well the yeah, thing they is, had they had an Australian version of them too. Yeah. They had an Australian well, too. The reason why they should not have cast Aaron and you uh, instead cast you lines because if they wanted to bring Sony Spider Universe into the MCU, they can't do it now because. You got the actor playing two characters. It just doesn't work that way, right? Well, considering considering how different Craven and Quicksilver look, I'm pretty sure like they won't really look that similar. Yeah. Even if it's the same actor. 
So I don't really know if it's no. that if it's if it's that big of a problem that you think it is. Should have went with Lion. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lion that could have been your your, your uh, inclusion in the MCU. MCU, yeah. yeah. Lion's Den Entertainment, right? Yeah. So that that drops on September twenty fourth. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it looks like it'll good. be pretty good. Carnage is a. It's. I've always kind of found it funny that like. Uh, Venom was originally introduced as supposed to be like this evil Spider-Man, but Venom was too popular, so they eventually made him into a hero. So they had to introduce a more evil, more yes. evil Spider-Man. Which right. They, they actually kept going with it though. They had many symbionts after after. Like oh, they yeah. had, oh my gosh, they had like at least about like five total, right? I think they yeah. did. They had, a, they had a female symbiote as well. They had female, right. they had a white, they had I mean, jeez. Yeah. They had all <laughs> like, kinds. Like like the Brady Bunch symbiote family. Yeah, you know who, <laughs> who also becomes a symbiote? I don't know if they'll do this in the movies. It'd be kind of funny if they did. Flash Thompson becomes a symbiote too, because he becomes Venom for a while. And he's okay. like a heroic Venom. And uh, so, yeah. yeah. But yeah, something to look forward to. Also, um, a trailer just dropped is house of gucci last week we talked about how jared leto um was so unrecognizable as his character because they put all this prosthetic makeup on him you know they made him bald um yeah gave him a mustache he, he basically looked like ron jeremy um and then we see this trailer with lady gaga and adam driver as mr and mrs gucci uh directed by ridley Good. scott that actually that looks really good it that looks really dope I think this is going to have Oscar contention written all over it. I mean, I tell you, Kylo Ren's come a long way, man. And he's a uh, big time, like Oscar worthy films, man. So um, another movie that we're all going to watch. You know what? This is a movie I probably wouldn't went to the theater for, but because it's on HBO Max, maybe not skip, it, maybe skip the theater. But Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad. We t- we talked about it a little bit last week, but man, I am so looking forward. Yeah, this to the is iteration of it, man. It's just gonna be so dope. It's gotten really, really good reviews. I'm that's I'm, a thing. I'm way more excited about this movie than I have been for a DC movie in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> oh really? Oh really, General? Oh, uh, except for Wonder Woman eighty four. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obviously, except for Wonder Woman eighty four. Right. <laughs> but, right. But this is this is one that um, yeah this this looks like uh, just like Wonder Woman eighty four it's a it's going to be it's going to be a blast to watch this movie yes, and it's got yes really really good like preliminary reviews so far so like people are excited about people it people have said it's like one of the better DCEU films yeah the critics are saying they just had the uh, the red carpet premiere on Monday. Don't know where my invite was for that, but nonetheless, um, <laughs> they actually talked to the cast on the red carpet about David Ayer's original Suicide Squad film in 2016. As David Ayer had admitted, like we mentioned on the show last week, that the cut that you saw was not his vision. So they want to do the same thing, similar to what they did with Zack Snyder. Um and fans want to see a Suicide Squad air cut. Um, not yeah. sure how different it would be. Would it would it save the film? Because the the film that we saw had lackluster reviews. Um, maybe this one can be edited in such a way that it kind of fits into the second 
Suicide Squad film that we're seeing. Because it is it is a sequel because we have four characters returning. Listen. You know? Why not? I mean, here's the thing. What what harm could it do at this point? You know what I mean? Like, I honestly feel like, who cares? Like, like, like now, this is their second chance ticket. You see what I'm saying? Like, right. hell, if they do it, with, they did it with Justice League. I actually thought the Snyder Cut was great. I, Me I love too. It. I love the Snyder Cut. Um, so yeah, hell, do it with this. Let us get a 1984 Part Two, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Lion Cut. <laughs> Maybe there's a Lion Cut. There's probably a Lion Cut with more dialogue, right? But you know what? No, I had a lot more dialogue. I right. had a, I had a lot more dialogue. I, I did a lot, yes. lot, lot more things actually. So yeah, yeah, bring on, bring on the lion cut, absolutely. Yeah, that would be dope, man. So, uh, but nonetheless, Anabi, you're gonna be watching uh, Suicide Squad uh, this Thursday, I think it drops on HBO Max, so you can see it um, a day early, or I believe it's Friday. I'm not sure if it's Thursday or Friday, um, but um, I know that the theaters is Thursday night, so I don't know if it's the simultaneous drop or they're gonna wait till Friday mm-hmm. to show it on HBO Max. I'm not too sure, but no, I'm excited. Yeah, are you gonna opt for the theater, dress up as Harley Quinn, or are you gonna watch it in the comfort of your own home? You think? I'm watching the comfort of my own home. Okay. <laughs> but he, he, like, she's not going. Look, the cat's in the back, chilling. The cat's not going nowhere. Like, like you know, they they have a routine clearly, and the and the yeah. cat is either either that's a really loyal cat or <laughs> or or really lazy cat. Like it's just it's just there. Like it's not going anywhere. Okay. <laughs> you're you're a cat you're a cat lover too, Lion. I know, right? As much as all of these. How can you not be with a name like Lion? Come on, right? Exactly. <laughs> Big cats and little cats, of course. Uh, let's see at the box office, Jungle Cruise, the number one movie. That's right, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, and Emily Blunt. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I have uh, yet to uh, check it out, but. Uh, Thirty-four point two million at the domestic box office over the weekend. I suggest if you see it to see it um, in D box though, because D box was ten times better. Like you know, with it moving because it, yes, I mean, yeah. So yeah, I took my daughter. She she really enjoyed it. Oh, I cool. think that's why I enjoyed it because my daughter liked it so much. But again, we were in D box, so going down the raft, river rafting type of thing, you know, in the boat and the you know the tides and stuff like that. It was it was okay. it was really enjoyable. Okay, well, the movie got mixed reviews, 63% on Rotten Tomatoes, so that's not outstanding, but but you thought it was a decent film, Lion? I, listen, I thought it was good for what it was meant to be. I mean, it's supposed to be mainly for kids, right? I mean, they, they're doing their premiere in Disney Disney World, Disneyland, or something like that um, mm-hmm. in, in Florida. I mean, it's for the kids, like I said, I mean, my, my daughter liked it. At the end of the day, that's all that matters, right? If the kids like it, it's a, it's a kid's film, right? Yeah. I love, look, let me tell you something. Dwayne makes these dad jokes through the whole movie. <laughs> and I I was there for it, okay? I was, yeah. I loved, I laughed. If you, if you did not know, like I was a full-on dad in the theater, you knew. I laughed and cackled at these corny <laughs> jokes as if Kevin Hart was telling them himself. <laughs> I love it, man. I'm gonna have to definitely check that out. Generally, gonna take your kids to watch Jungle Cruise. 
Yeah, I think so. I think so. It's uh, it looks like it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, I might wait until you know it's available for free on Disney Plus in a couple <laughs> months. Free, <laughs> free. <laughs> Why General look like he don't even like his kids? He like I don't even. <laughs> these little mother these, I don't know if they even deserve it. Like what? <laughs> you left your, you left your, your Captain Crunch on the table. Soggy ass crafty go to your goddamn room, damn kids. <laughs> uh, oh, don't even get me started on the Captain Crunch on the table. Dude. Oh, I thought you was about to say don't get me started on the damn kids. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I was joking. Like nice. the runner up spot was the Green Knight, which uh on last week's show, uh Martin, the once and future king, had a quite the opinion on the Green Knight. Uh, uh, um, of course he did. <laughs> it wouldn't be right if he didn't. <laughs> uh, third place was M. Night Shyamalan's Old. Um, and fourth was Black Widow as it's dwindling down the box office because, again, everybody can see that one on Disney Plus if they wanted to. And rounding up the top five is Stillwater with Matt Damon. So that's your top five. And, of course, um, you know, there's still controversy with... Um, with Black Widow, you know, we, we mentioned it on the show that Scarlett wants to sue Disney because she feels like she's not getting um, enough money because she would have made a lot more on the box office draw. But Disney's saying they paid her $20 million. Um, shut the fuck up. And uh, <laughs> you're still getting money from Disney Plus on the back end. And she feels that the box office, which I guess probably will generate more income um but um you know what she wants that she she wants the and i hate to keep referring back to it no i don't i'm fine with it um yeah they she wants that uh that wonder woman hbo gal gadot patty jenkins deal because you know they got the extra 10 million just to to change their tune about promoting on hbo okay Um, so that's that's what she wants she wants that hey you know if you guys that wasn't in the contract pay me you know because yeah she probably she would have got more money probably in in the theater because yeah so i mean i'm not i'm not mad at her you know um actually i just got my couple thousand dollar residual check yes yes i love hearing that man that's awesome um but yeah um scarlett johansson so apparently they're saying um so scarlett and her team says that what disney said was a gendered character attack um so you know basically they're making scarlet look like the villainess here you know um because they said that she has a disregard for the prolonged effects of COVID-19 as Disney was throwing COVID-19 as the reason which yeah is that is the reason why um it's getting the Disney Plus uh, release um but um we're going to have to see watch this one closely I'm curious to see how it turns out yeah I'm sure Lion that they can just give um, Scarlett's um, an extra couple mil or whatever that she demands that she would have made in the box office, but it's still in the box office. It's still making, you know, it's still in the top five, you know. Um, again, probably not as much due to the fact that you can watch it in the comfort of your own home. So, um, <clears throat> also, I mean, she's, she's playing the game, you know. Yeah. At the end of the day, she's playing the game, you know. It, 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 at, at the end of the day, it's all about getting more money you know so i'm not mad at her you know if she feels as though she can get more money fine 
mm-hmm. play the game. Because at the end of the day, isn't her character dead now? So why not? Yeah. Make- She's not going to be in any other MCU projects, so unless I they mean, do a backstory, but they probably don't do that. Sort of revelation or something, but uh, I mean, it's movies based on comics. People come back from the dead all the time, so it's yeah. like. But she's not a metahuman or a god, so like well, somebody like a Loki, you know, maybe. She's she's just a you know an enhanced human. So yeah, the Black Widow character in the comics died twice, so it's there like you go. and came back. So uh, they could bring her back, but yeah. Um, let's see. So Black Adam had wrapped production, but uh, producer on Black Adam said they have a new technology that you can check out on the on the movie. Um, the special effects team were put to work. And it just shows off Black Adam's abilities um, um, just to make his abilities look unique, authentic, real. Um, so basically, just look for the special effects that they're kind of like, you know, throwing in as like not really revealing too much to make it a surprise. But oh, basically, they're just making you go see the movie. It's there's it's not going to be nothing that special or extra. It's yeah. going to be like, oh my goodness, when he flexed, I saw his fart. Like, what is <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. And you know you're going to be watching the, your boy, The Rock. I am. Absolutely. Adam. I mean, it's, you know, I'm, I'm right now I'm team DC. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I'm supporting and that's my boy. So, yeah. Yeah. Other DC news. So, um, a little bit of controversy of. Adam Heard, I'm sorry, a lot, a little bit of controversy. Let me do that again. A little, a little bit of controversy with Amber Heard um, uh, reprising a role as Mara. As you know, Johnny Depp got canceled from the um, <clears throat> from the Fantastic Beasts um, upcoming film. Yet Amber, who was clearly heard on audio beating the shit out of Johnny Depp, is still Mara um, in Aquaman. But the producer of Aquaman explained why they they're you know sticking with Amber. So basically, I don't think we're ever going to react to honestly pure fan pressure. Okay, you got to do what's best for the movie. Ah. We felt that it's James Wan, the director, and Jason Momoa. It, if it's their, if it's their call, it should be Amber Heard. That's really what it was. Okay, um, they also said. One is not unaware of what is going on in the Twitterverse, but that doesn't mean you have to react to it or take it as gospel or a seat to their witches, wishes. Sorry. The witches, someone else. Uh, <laughs> you have to do what's right for the film, and that's really where we landed on it. But isn't Johnny Depp what's best for keeping him in Fantastic Beasts in the same vein? Um, I don't know, but, uh, you know, um, I guess they kind of weighed heavily the um the uh, trial that they had in the UK where Johnny Depp was found um i guess i think he was suing um some uh, british tabloid paper calling him a white beater and um they lost the case um you know Johnny and his team um because they have enough evidence to show that he indeed allegedly is a white beater um so he got canceled for it, but yet you know, Amber Heard is still part of Aquaman. Still Mara. I can't I can't believe that they were bold enough to say 
you know, it's not about fan pressure. It's a, it's about because I mean, at the, the end movie? of the day, at the end of the day, isn't the movie for the fans? Right. I agree. Yeah. You know what I mean? And one thing for sure, we learned with uh, Kevin Spacey, because I don't know if you know this, but they released a movie with Kevin Spacey and it only got like 5,000 people that went and saw it. Yes, it's his last film before he uh, yeah took a hiatus and was yeah canceled. Yeah. And wow. So if that doesn't tell you you know, if if these movies aren't for the fans, <laughs> if it if the people have nothing to do with it, then the people have nothing to do with the sales, and you lost your mind. So well, yeah. I guess I guess the what they're trying to say there though is like they they see it as more like a vocal subset of fans as opposed to like the general fan consensus, or maybe people don't really care about it. Amber Heard as much as. Uh, as a certain group of people do or vice versa. I mean, it's uh, it's hard to say, but like, yeah, I mean, I can totally I can totally see the controversy and I can totally see why, um, you know, why it would do that, because it does seem like blatantly unfair and blatantly like a double standard. But, right. it's, you know, you can't. Uh, like it's I'm, I'm just uh, I'm just saying that based on like, you know, they're, you know, saying that they're exceeding, I mean, not exceeding, uh, conceding to fan pressure is generally saying we're conceding to a very, very vocal group of small, vocal, but small group of people. Right. So, well, you know I what? Would like to get, let me, I would like to get the cat's opinion on this. <laughs> She's too tired. Does the cat feel Amber Heard should be in Aquaman 2? <laughs> No, she feels like she should be replaced. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. And I'm going to feel like that's a decision of the house. So I feel like you're 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 a part of that decision with the cat. Yeah. yeah there are rumors that they wanted to have Amelia Clark. Yes, uh, I did hear about that. And I really if you think that. about it, Jason Momoa and Amelia Clark reuniting in Aquaman would be so dope. I don't know. But if they don't make her Mara, bring Amelia Clark in uh, as a different character. I'd love to see her in the DCUU. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah she just wrote a comic <clears throat> about this comic called Mother yes. of Monsters. She's one Mother of the uh, she's one of the co-writers on that. That's right. I, I obviously uh, a gimmick to raise sales. <laughs> but, yeah. um, <clears throat> yes, General. I did pick up my number one issue of Mom. Yes. Oh, okay. I had to. Of course. I love, I love Amelia Clark, so I got to support. So, um, it's only a three issue miniseries. So, I'm still mm-hmm. with, I'm still with you, Anna. I'm still, I'm still with Anna. You still Anna yeah. for your, for the sun and stars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, they're writing a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. Um, with Colin Jost and his brother Casey Jost, set to write the screenplay. Um. I mean, Michael Bay rebooted the franchise and had the sequel, but um, <clears throat> as far as whether it's going to be connected, they didn't really allude to it. But, um, you know, Colin Jost is a, is a good writer. He's, he, he can do the comedy. I mean, he's one of the main writers of Saturday Night Live. So <clears throat> hopefully they'll do a good job with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So we'll just have to wait and see how that goes. Um, <clears throat> Nicholas Holt 
is going to uh, be in a movie called Renfield, a monster movie centering on Dracula's no- notorious lackey. Yeah. Are you familiar with Renfield, General? I know well, you know yeah, him. I mean, he's a character in the book. It's a, he was, That's like right. a, um, he was like, you know, they, they made a big deal about how like creepy he was. He used to eat flies like all the time. I remember that in the book. I haven't read the book since I was in high school, but it, it was, um, mm-hmm. yeah, the, uh, so yeah, it, it could work. I don't remember who played Renfield. Somebody, somebody famous played Renfield in the Francis Ford Coppola. Coppola's, um, Dracula. Version of Dracula, yeah. Don't remember who. But, but this one will... you're General, you're the coolest geek ever. Go ahead, finish. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I try for. I'm just trying to remember who I I, I could, I'm I'm gonna look up right now who played him. But it was a, he was he was pretty rem- memorable in that friendship. I found it. I found it, General. Um so um the vampire's loyal subordinate has been portrayed by Dwight Fire in the nineteen thirty one film Tom Waits. In the Francis Ford Coppola, yeah, yeah, Tom Waits, he's cool as shit in that. He was cool as shit in that movie. And Roland Tapor in Werner Herzog's 1979 movie Nosferatu, the Vampire. Okay. Tom Waits is a singer. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got this like really super gravelly voice. Gravelly voice. Yeah, and um, yeah, he. So we'll have to see how Nicholas Holt does. And, um, hold on, hold on, Tom. Tom Waits. That's not the. That's not the guy that uh, the the Heath Ledger got the inspiration for Joker from, is it? I think he is actually. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Uh, let's see. David Cronenberg's next sci-fi thriller is called Crimes of the Future. Um. So that just started production with. Vigo Mortensen, Leo Sado, and Kristen Stewart. They're shooting in Athens, Greece. Man, he's like ageless. He's he's been making movies since like the seventies. Yeah. And still get some still get some big people. And I know his son is um is um you know, a prominent horror filmmaker as well. Um he had that recent the uh, oh gosh, what was it called? It was it was a Sundance. Um, I forgot the name of the film, but that made his son's film uh, made waves at the Sundance Film Festival. Um, let's see. We also have um, a big movie with Bill Murray, Tilda Swinton, Adrian Brody, and now Tom Hanks and Wes Anderson's next big project. Oh, I'm psyched about this. Yes. It's untitled, um, oh. but it starts it starts shooting in Spain soon. Mm-hmm. Um and um, you're excited for it, but we don't you don't know much much about the project. No, but I'm I'm a I love Wes Anderson's movies. You just love so. his work. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He hasn't made a bad movie yet, so this will be uh, this like you know there's uh there's so much that he could do, and that's like a, I mean he always gets great casts and like has this kind of like quirky uh. He he can he can really get like interesting, um, kind of quirky, kind of detached, but still like weird uh, performances out of him. So yeah, always really dug his movies. You look like you're about to paint a picture. Like your whole background, everything. I feel like as you're talking, you're about to pull out an eel and like some paint <laughs> brush. And that's just like you know. I feel like you're about to like paint 
Anna's cat naked or something. Um, <laughs> that's actually that's actually a painting that my wife made, the one that's behind me, and it's in our uh, it's in our living room. Well, like, she's very talented. Mrs. General is very talented. It's called One Hair Cat. Got it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I would love to see. I'm excited about the new Ghostbusters movie. The 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 yeah. Uh, Bill Murray. Cause um yes, yeah, Bill Murray and um Dan Aykroyd's supposed to be in it too, isn't it? And Ernie Hudson. And Ernie Hudson. So I'm I'm excited about that. Yeah, it's, and it's interesting. We talked about last week that they didn't show the OG Ghostbusters in the new trailer. They only showed somebody pick up the phone and say hello, and we're not we're closed or something, which is rumored to be Bill Murray. Um, it's either Dan Aykroyd or Bill Murray. Um, it was a Caucasian hand, so def- definitely wasn't. I thought right. they, I thought they showed, I thought they showed, they showed the old crew in the picture, and they definitely showed the 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 girl with the glasses that was their receptionist. Janine, well, that was her name, right? Janine, yeah. Yeah, Janine, yeah. They showed her, um, but I thought they showed Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd. I thought they showed it. I don't think they did. I think they wanted to kind of just save that for the film, or maybe they'll have another trailer with them, and they just showed them reaching for the red phone, the iconic red phone, and saying, you know, we're closed, you know. But I don't know. Did you see the whole trailer, the new one? Yeah. With them riding? I I didn't see Dan or Bill in it. I, 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 and, and they and they were driving around in Ecto One, right? And it was alluding that the girl was Egon's daughter. Yes, but not we didn't see Egon though. Well, you you won't. Oh, well, see yeah, him. he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> That's yeah. true. If Egon we was... see him, he's he's going to be like Slimer part two. Although I mean, it is about <laughs> part of the movie's called Afterlife, so. Uh... That's true. That's true. How cool would that be though? Yeah. Oh my God. If they, if, they, if they Michael Jackson did put the hologram in there. Well, if they <laughs> can bring anybody back from the To get death. some kind of like deep fake Harold Ramis to play like a <laughs> like a ghost. Deep fake is so crazy. Yeah. I mean, not only have we seen deep fake in like, you know, with Princess Leia and Rogue One and and General um the the other general in Star Wars. Um, and you can see some great deep fake porn if you search Pornhub. Uh, if you can see, wow. you can see <laughs> if you ever wanted to see Margot Robbie. Look, get, that's know, the first time I saw the cat look up. The cat was like, "Really?" <laughs> <laughs> you can actually search deep for it on Pornhub. Porn. It's out there. Can we see Heathcliff or you know? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Heathcliff! Oh my God, that's funny. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Russell Crowe is going to take reins as director and star of his upcoming thriller film called Poker Face, shooting now in Sydney, Australia. Set you think in high he's, world you still think he's like a big poker. draw? Like there was a time where Russell Crowe was like. Uh, I think he lost. He, I think he might have lost a step or two, man. You know. Yeah. He had that one movie where he was the the psycho driver. Um. Because it was, and it did well because it was the only movie in the theaters uh, other than Tenet. Um, do you remember that film where he had yeah, that was, crazy was, rage? Yeah, like, yeah it was road right? rage. Road yeah. rage or rage? Yeah. Was it just rage or? Rage? <laughs> I forgot the title of it, but I I did see it and and you know that was a big hit. But um, 
I mean, no, he's playing a tech billionaire uh, caught in a risky card game. So it's all about the high stakes poker and international finance. Mm-hmm. So, um, although um, I guess he's, he's going to be in the new Thor movie, un- Unhinged. Unhinged. There uh, we thank go. you, Unhinged. Very, very good. Uh, but Nicole Kidman, Natalie Portman are also in this film. So. Um, I don't think maybe, maybe he's still doing all right, General. You know, he's still in these uh, A-list films, so can't be doing too bad, I guess, right? <laughs> Someone that he gets um, mistaken for is Gerard Butler, and Gerard Butler has a movie called The Plane um, coming out, and that's also going to star Mike Coulter, Luke Cage himself. It's also a thriller movie. Um, I know Gerard Butler. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you uh, you. I feel like that's my that's that's part of my my being on the show is the name drop. Just... Yeah, no, that's that name drop. That oh, name. then again, no, I'm sorry, that is totally celebrity Soto. Uh, <laughs> my bad, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm stepping on headphones um, here. My bad. My hey bad. man, it's sorry. been a minute since you've been on. Uh, you you're more than welcome to take the gimmick tonight, bro. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you're you're alluding to Den of Thieves, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, which of course remember that prom date. I right. mean, you know what? I think every parent of high school kids should just take that clip and show the prom dates of their son or daughter. Show them that clip, and do yeah. you know how many times, how many inboxes I've gotten? Can you do that for my with my daughter? Can yeah. You do that for my <laughs> oh my gosh! Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy man uh let's see um natalie portman leaving for no explanation um a feature film at hbo called the days of abandonment well the title is all there right she abandoned, <laughs> yeah. she abandoned. self-explanatory self-explanatory it's like due to unforeseen personal reasons she has abandoned the days of abandonment. So. <laughs> it just seems appropriate. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, man. Uh, let's see over on Disney Plus. Um, what if, as you know, is the next Marvel series that's going to be animated? And interestingly enough, Dave Batista was trending because supposedly he was not asked to voice his character of Drax in uh, What If. And because he had fans asking, why aren't you credited in What If? He's like, because I wasn't asked. And then James Gunn goes, what? Like, surprised and shocked. So, I don't know. That's, like, probably, like, a couple extra million dollars to have him do that, though. Right. And I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, if if it was my budget, and, I mean, it's it's the cartoon, I... I mean, it would be nice, but if it's going to cost me a, a couple mil, then uh, God damn it. Hey, guys, come here. Say yeah. It's like the same reason why, like, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans aren't in it either. Or uh, Yeah, I but they, they probably were asked, and they probably couldn't reach their um. I don't think so. Problem, I no. doubt they were asked. Really? I don't. I don't see hell no. Do you know how much that's going to cost them to have them come in and voice that? Well, you know, Chris Hemsworth is voicing Thor. Paul Bettany is voicing Vision. Josh Brolin is voicing his characters. Is he Thanos and somebody else, right? Um, Cable. 
Um, is he is he cable? Like is he? I don't know. I just think this, they just announced the voice cast. You saw, you saw you saw Deadpool, right? We all saw yeah. Deadpool. Yeah. Deadpool. It could Remember be. when he it was like, "Oh, why isn't it these characters? Oh, budget cuts, right? This is yeah. what it was. They right. were like, "How many yeah. of these characters, these actual people, can we afford?" Right. Uh, we can afford four. Okay, roll the dice. All right, we're going for Chris Hemsworth. Like, it was just... Yeah. I mean... Yeah, no doubt, man. So, I'm looking forward to it. Again, it's um standalone stories and, and what-if scenarios, basically, um, you're going to see. I love the what-if comic books, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, had, they, they had a what-if DC versus Marvel before. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, remember that that? was cool stuff. I know yeah. you remember, General. Of course. <laughs> well, like, you know, a lot of other what ifs, like, you know, you could say, like, one of the most famous comics ever made, The Dark Knight Returns. That's technically a what if story. And, ah, okay. you know, and same with um, what's another one. Well, not really Watchmen, but um, yeah, there's a. So like you can and you can do so much with the whole what if concept that yeah, yeah that's a show that'll probably go on for as long as the MCU is around, wow. especially if, if it's I mean, gonna it's be... literally endless because endless story yeah. Real. yeah yeah and great especially if material. it's animated if it's animated they can get them out if pre- it's animated get it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yep um, also on Disney Plus yeah, um, look- I thought it was funny. Look forward to Lego Star Wars special with Tony Hale and Christian Slater. We'll be Al, voicing their characters. When, 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 did you miss this? Me cutting you off when you're trying to get through your list and, and nah, you're you're good. Yeah, well, yeah, I did miss it actually. <laughs> <laughs> Al just wants to get through the list. Well, I we got our guests, so I just want to get the Disney Plus out really quick. Um, <laughs> and the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. If you're a fan of the first season of the Mighty Ducks which is kind of cool because like Amelia Stevis came back to reprise his role. Uh, you're going to get a second season. So um, real quick on Netflix. Um, we mentioned Zack Snyder before, um, but the army, of the dead film has a truly immersive virtual reality experience um, where you can actually ride in a sin city taco truck and shoot up a bunch of zombies. You can actually check this out. In Los Angeles, which I will be checking out uh, during my stay there, you can check it out at the Westfield Century City Mall on the fifth floor. They're going to have this immersive experience also in New York City, Las Vegas, Washington, D.C. So, so Al, you, you're really setting me up today. I just want you to know that. you're. So now mm-hmm. you're setting me up to be really this, this uh, Hollywood's got into my head character. Because you know... <laughs> You know I was in Army of the Dead, right? Yeah. Well, hey, now that you mention it, um, and quite <laughs> frankly, I did try to look for you. Oh, no. Definitely done. Especially, so uh, the scene that I did, I did the scene with, uh, it's, it, they had this comedian guy, um, and me and him did the scene, and they, they cut him out fully because of the whole Me Too situation. So when they cut his scene out and brought I think her name is Tick Tick Ticky. Tignataro. Tignataro. Yeah. And they totally cut out the scene with me and him, and you never, never saw him. So. It's a shame. Yeah. Well, I mean, he got canceled. Another, another victim of the Me Too movement yeah. and cancel yep. culture. And um, 
I mean, it is what it is, but I was just mad they cut out my scene. Right, of... right. <laughs> well, hopefully, uh, you know, the Me Too movie. I got goes... paid really good on that movie, though. Jeez, they took care of us. Yeah, man. So they, how... they hotels. I was like, curious to see, uh, can you now post your costume since I the movie's out? Oh, you did post it. Okay. Yeah, I posted okay, it. We'll have to check it out, man. Yeah, Bainey. It was, it was really more of makeup. So you're an alpha. You're an alpha. The, the yeah. athletic, crazy, um, the smart yeah. zombies. Yeah, the, the smart ones, strong, fast. Fast. Yeah. And I yeah. like these walking and, and the dead scene, zombies. The scene that me and him had was, was, was actually pretty cool, too. But um, like, like I said, this situation happened. It, they cut it out. It was kind of funny at the same time because he was trying to uh, – he was trying to get the the helicopter going, and you didn't, you couldn't see we were coming, and um, and he didn't know. But then when he started going, he started panicking. So it was a funny, it was a funny scene. Um, I got pretty good screen time on it, but like I said, they cut it out. It is what it is. Yeah. So. Well, hope maybe I still got paid for it. There you go. Sometimes that's all all matters, but you got to blame Chris Delia then. Um, I yes, I, I think we have we have uh, George, who is um, Crystal's publicist, or the Tubi publicist, and uh, I guess very shortly we're going to be welcoming Crystal to the show. Um, but I think she's already, I think she's joining us already. Hello? Do we have, do we have Crystal? Oh, you know what? I have one of those cool things that block the camera. Okay. Yeah, I got one of those too. All right, guys, we are here with our special guests of the evening, this amazing, beautiful, and talented actress that you can see on Tubi TV's crazy thriller film, Twisted House Sitter, and she can still house sit in my house, I'm just saying, never mind. <laughs> Anyways, let's welcome Crystal Lee Naomi here on Below the Belt Show. Crystal, good to have you on BTB. Awesome. Hey, thank you for having me. How are you guys? Uh just great. Yeah, great to have you, Crystal. Of course, I'm Al Soto. Uh, we got the Cal Drogo of the DMV, Mr. Lion Beckwith. We got the Prince of Pop Culture, the Persian Prince, Mike the General Zod. And we have cosplayer Anna B, the Sun and the Stars. Hey. hey. <laughs> First Bye. of all, love the film. Thanks. This was a great film. I mean, this why did she bust out laughing when you said that, though? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, Crystal Lee. Explain why you bust out laughing when he said he loved the film, please. Um, you know, it's. <laughs> uh uh-uh, Don't get scared now. Don't get scared I, now. Don't I guess maybe scared. I just assumed. I get, maybe I just assumed. Um, you know, there seems to be like a a, a nice little pocket of people that really like crazy girls. they have no problem telling me how much they like you know the crazy characters and they're like my favorite part was and it's like the craziest part and I'm like (laughs) all right well I'm glad you liked it (laughs) is that is that that, like you ever see that meme of of, um Homer Simpson when he backs up into the bush and fades away. Because it looks like you're in front of like, like when they start talking about that scene, all right, you start you start fading away like, oh thanks, I appreciate that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And um I love it, but it's also like <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so, fade the black, it's like fade the bush. 
What is that? I, I said, instead of fade the black, it's like fade the bush. Oh. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> General, General, you had something? Well, I was just going to say that, uh, I mean, that puts you in some, like, kind of, like, rare company because a lot of, like, really, as an as an actress, a lot of, like, really, really great roles are villains. And so, like, yeah, maybe you get some kind of kind of creepy and messed up fans from it, but it, it's, like, uh, that shows that you actually, like, made had an effect and like made an impression well thanks uh <laughs> i mean i think villains are the most in- interesting um and uh kind of one thing that i was thinking i was like you know Alyssa, i'm sorry alicia is just uh she's just misunderstood you know she's she's lonely and she wants to be seen like all of us but most yeah, people makes sense Right, but most people they they well, go the other cra- direction. <laughs> crazy though. I mean, she might be, yeah. but she's a little, she's a lot crazy going on. Let's, let's yes, I, I think she's. I think she's. It's situational. I feel like it was situational. Situational, really? Okay. I feel like it might have been situational because. What do you like, mean? Okay, so in my opinion, okay, okay. um, I feel like. You know, she was put into the situation. Now, did she go too far? Absolutely, you know. But, you know, I'm from the hood. You know what I mean? So, you know, and me becoming an actor and and, and, and starting to get into this, like, more bright lights and stuff like that, it's the things that you dream of. You know, we, we dreamed of this stuff. We hope for this stuff. You know, yeah. and put in a situation where you're like... Just for that moment, you can have it. You know, you can you can live it. Up. It's almost like being a kid playing dress up. You know, and she was kind of just she just wanted that for that moment. But then things went too far, especially when the when the maid got killed. That's why she was crying because she was like, "Oh shit! Now it's hit the fan. Like now it's no turning back." And to her credit, she didn't kill her. <laughs> the the Daya killed herself. You're right. <laughs> and that's your story, and you're sticking to it. <laughs> I'm it. Poor Daya. <laughs> she's I, a she's a smart housekeeper. She was she she knew what was going on. Yeah, yes, smart but she, clumsy. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. I'm like Daya. Shit. <laughs> 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 but you know what? I got major par- the the movie Parasite, the the Korean film that was the Oscar darling. I got a little bit of a vibes from Parasite. Really? Um, I with, 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 you yes. know, with, with a twist on it, obviously, because we're dealing with social media and just, but, you know, it's, it's the family, you know, the house sits and just, you know, assumes the identity of the, of the homeowners. And, uh, but it was very clever in its own way, I gotta say. So, yes, uh, I loved it. You know, I, I loved how it wasn't like a traditional thriller. Like there are some thrillers that like, they're so stressful. I can't get through them. I'm like, I want everything to be okay. Turn it off. But um, like, um, there's an old movie of, is it What Lies Beneath? Uh, with, uh, oh God, I, I think I was like a kid watching this at my mom's house. But anyway, that movie was just so much push and pull. It was so stressful. But Twisted House Sitter, I really loved how it had like moments of like, pop culture and fun and yeah. then you had your your <laughs> your your crazier moments as well so i i really loved the the roller coaster that it went on for for twisted asset for sure 
Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, could you go on an excursion for one month without your phone? Because because uh, <laughs> Morgan, that's the reason why you took over the house. But I'm wondering, would you, uh, I'm talking to Crystal, not Alicia, but no. Crystal, could you be without your phone for that long on something? <laughs> I think so. Oh, really? I think so. Okay. Um, I feel like that is really what I want to do, but I just, I can't. So, <laughs> but, uh, um, but I think I could. Yeah. yeah. And I'm surprised I'm- the character Morgan agreed to doing so because she owns a social media and she's all about social media and her company is marketing and models. And I mean, I just found it uh, shocking that she would um, agree to go on such a trip, but uh, Hey, that's probably the only way that could happen. Right. I I think so. Yeah. I guess, I guess the only way to really unplug and relax is to just like, let it go. But yeah, I kind of thought that too. I was like, who wants to let go of this life? This life is awesome. So <laughs> um, I think I could. <laughs> okay, so I have I have an evil laugh. It's natural. I get it all the time. I, I feel like I'm like, I'm like, okay, wait, I think they think I'm I'm doing some type of, you know, like ha 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 laugh, but actually this is just my laugh. Uh actually in uh 12th grade, my friend was like, you have a real villain's laugh, and I Finally get to put it to use. So, yay! <laughs> Did you throw out that laugh in your audition? Say what? You threw out that laugh in your audition? Do you think that was a no? No, but uh, they put it in the trailer, and when it when it played in the movie, like uh, at the watch party, everyone laughed, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it's, it's uh, it definitely fits. Definitely fits. <laughs> how was how was the audition process for the film for you? Uh, I I didn't audition for it actually. You were offered the role. Mm-hmm. Wow. Really nice. Thanks. You know you you hear about that type of stuff all the time. Like um I love watching um the uh Holly wait wait a minute <laughs> oh wait. the the roundtables with, you know, all the actors. I love watching those. Right. And you always hear like, you know, like the A-listers like, oh, and the movie role dropped into my inbox. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know, you hear about those things, but right. I never thought that I would get one. Uh, and uh, I was like, what? I was, you know what? I was in the 99 cent store when I got the call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was doing frugal girl things and uh, my uh, my team called me on three-way and I was like, I heard them, but I was like. Then you jumped across the Louis Vuitton across the hall, right? When you had to, <laughs> to change up well, the 99 cents. Well, <laughs> I was like, you know. Greetings. <laughs> right? I'm like, it's so noisy in here. I'm pretty sure I didn't hear you correctly. Let me call you when I get out of Trader Joe's. There you go. <laughs> and I called them later, and they said exactly what I heard. And I was like, okay, well. And I like, I gave everyone like a day to like renege, like to to take it back. Like, ah, oh, just kidding. <laughs> And it didn't happen. I was like, hmm, I guess I'm filming a movie. So here yes. we go. And and that's 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 how it came about. So can the I, producers. I, oh yeah, go ahead, Lion. Let me let me so it's funny. The, that exact thing kinda happened to me 
on Wonder Woman. They called Ooh. me. Yeah, so they called me when they called me for for Wonder Woman 1984. They said, then they told me on the phone I had the part. Um, she said, oh, and by the way, you'll be getting. So it's not a lot. It's not a lot. But they were like, oh, by the way, you know, you're you're going to get twenty eight, you know, thousand dollars or whatever for the part, which you know, and. So I I what heard it, but then I was like I I must not be hearing it right. So right. then at the end I was I said oh yeah so you're saying it's paying you know twenty eight hundred right? And she said right. <laughs> she said no twenty I said twenty eight thousand. I was like oh okay I just wanted to, I just wanted to make sure that I <laughs> that I I heard right. right that, okay twenty okay oh, okay okay twenty eight thousand okay okay. <laughs> 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 there you go so you gotta love it when the producers just reach out so they, they obviously were a fan of, they must have been a fan of sisters i don't know um i thought that i i don't know though um so you know shout out to to tubi marvista and swirl yes. films for uh for entrusting me and bringing me on board i i'm you decided- killed it no, thank you. You killed yeah, you it. Let me, thank you were, you. Yes. And 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 listen, Absolutely. we're we're all actors here. Nice. And I know I know we have to watch what we say. I get it. So I'm going to try to say this as nicely as I can. Okay. You carried that film. Oh. Thank you. Oh snap! Okay. Okay. I don't mean no offense, but but you did. You were you. <clears throat> I see why you got cast. And matter of fact, I see why they just went straight to you and 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 you didn't have to audition. I'll put it that way. Thank you. Yeah. Hold on, I got I hold on, I got my hair out today too. All right. Wow. Thank you. I just learned how to accept compliments like last week, so thank you so much. Uh, I'm dying to know. Yeah, you, general. Yes, go ahead. Well, I was just saying, there's a there's a funny thing about like it's it's like a real skill to be able to um to be able to accept compliments. Like I just read this thing about that, so I can totally I can totally get what you're saying about this whole like I'm still not used to anyone complimenting me. So nobody compliments you. Um, so yeah, I get it. Um, so moving on. Nick, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Go ahead. Funny. Oh, you're a funny um, guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you we worked with a stellar cast um again lots of twists and turns um i want to know what happened to the i guess can we go into a little spoiler territory territory i hope it's okay um we don't we never find out what happens to xander after you bash his head in <laughs> or, <laughs> I think it's kind of self-explanatory, but uh, <laughs> oh, she's really getting the villain laugh. Out and there's that laugh coming out. <laughs> Xander, oh man! Uh, did you like working with Xander? I did. It it was fun. He was he was great. Um, <laughs> he um he was such a good sport about dying. I was like, I like you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and um, you know he um he had a uh, his uh his like pretty boy thing you know he came in and was like you know gust of wind we we're like woo 
and uh <laughs> and um he just was he was he was great he just had like a a great energy great aura, great sport about him and um and um it was just it was it was great working with him and, and meeting him and uh he dies <laughs> okay we did confirm that okay <laughs> <laughs> you gotta how go about, how about those intimate scenes how did you uh how did those go down and were you nervous at all uh, doing the intimate scenes with um Xander or Ali Amin Carter, the actor's name. Was I nervous? Um, I I think there's always a little bit of nerves going on with that type of stuff. Like, uh, you know, you, you kind of like just ate lunch, you know. Uh, <laughs> some, you know some garlic. <laughs> yeah, like you just had like all the great things from like crafty, and you're like, <laughs> all right, uh, well here we go, and. Uh, <laughs> I loved like um, the tape, like um, I really, I really loved, I don't know who edited it, but I really loved like the editing. I, I was like, woo, yes for the editing. It was great. Um, and uh, okay, so uh, I think that, yeah. So I think there's always a little bit of nerves going on, but I feel like the editing really like smoothed it out really well. And um, there were some like moments where I was like, oh, okay, I'm feeling it. You know, like after you, you get in your groove, like after a couple takes, you kind of like, you know, take a look at the camera, the monitors and kind of see like, oh, this works. That doesn't work. I, I prefer this, prefer that. And uh, me and him, we just kept <laughs> we kept doing our thing until until we got it right. OK. All right. Well, that sounds like pregnancy. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, mm, sounds more sexual than it was. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna leave until somebody comes. Was, was there a, was there any chemistry off screen? I don't, I don't know, Crystal, if you have a, a serious boyfriend or or husband, but uh, was there any uh, chemistry with with uh, with either Ali or even Kareem, who played Charlie? Uh, not beyond professional chemistry. Not beyond like professional flirting, professional. <laughs> um. Uh, kind of, you know, I, I like the technique I study. I just, you know, you you find uh, the things that you, you know, admire or are attracted to or are drawn to about, you know, your your same partner, and you hold on to that. And I feel like that that kind of helps with the the chemistry and the flirting. And it's like I like that little curl you have right there. Let's play with the curl, like you know, just kind of a. <laughs> professional professional chemistry for sure is that okay. now is that is that like okay so in this this is a role that you know alicia i don't know how much alicia is like you in actual out in, in reality but i imagine <laughs> i imagine there, there had to be some character building like when you saw the script you know so so typically i know when i see a script i almost see it in my head as i'm reading it yes right so was it one of those things where, okay, you're seeing it, you're in your head, building it at the same time, or did was there parts where you was like, I'm going to make this character like this? And I say that because also going into the flirting and stuff like that, was it a natural thing for you to build, if something you built, or was it naturally what you saw as Alicia, or 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 how how did you go about? The character as a whole, if you understand what I'm saying. Um. Uh, so for so for the flirting, I think uh, I wanted it to be a, a little like spooky, <laughs> like a little, 
not like a normal like seduction, but still, uh, you know, you wanted to think that she's a, a little, uh, that maybe she might get off on something a little more uh, dangerous, if you will. I can't find the right word. I can't articulate the right word, but like right. definitely wanted it to be a little, but not like your typical seduction of like, ooh, that's hot. That's, it had a little bit of eeriness into mm -hmm. in it. Uh, like I said, with the editing, I really appreciated the editing. There was uh, the uh, uh, seducing um, Ali, uh, who plays Xander. There was like my hand kind of snaking up his chest, and I was like, "Yes, they used it." Like I loved that. <laughs> yes. And so I kind of pictured like it's snaking my way up his chest instead of like like I said, like a traditional type of um seduction and you didn't ask me this but <laughs> for um like as far as like camera angles and cinematics i had a couple of ideas and i ran them by the director courtney miller and um oh cool and he he liked them and he he used them and uh i was really like thankful for that so i was like oh <laughs> okay now and that's why they picked you because you're freaking <laughs> awesome yeah um, if you have an idea share it if not then you know just do your thing so right. do you think do you think that you would probably direct in the future i i yes and you know you know what it's funny like i felt like before this film and i was like talking to some of my friends i was like you know before this film i felt like i was hearing more of like you're bossy and i'm like <laughs> i have a vision i don't know what else to tell you i <laughs> i just have a vision and uh, and I felt like, uh, like I said, having some of my input be appreciated on set, I was like, actually, I used to wear that bossiness as like a badge of honor. Like, no, 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 no. Actually, actually, the right term is um, maybe uh, maybe directress, maybe visionary, maybe directress. directress, you know, maybe visionary, maybe something more creative. It's less uh egotistical and it's more creative so uh to answer your question uh yes <laughs> i hope so yeah. you know i i feel like i see and, and correct me if i'm wrong you seem like more of the like free-spirited like like you know um like you said visionary you seem you seem like one of those a strong-willed person that you know what i mean has has her 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 freedom and she she respects it she respects other people's freedom and you know at the same time you know what you want type of thing person yeah. you know what I mean? so yeah I, I i can see that and and you know which works well if you did go into directing because you respect everyone's opinion at the same time taking it and getting what you want as well as long as it comes together like art you know i i that's always the goal but but everyone is not always uh, open to feedback or opinions, mm. you know. And so I was just lucky to work with Courtney where he was open. So I'm just thankful that shout out to uh, to Courtney Miller <laughs> out there killing it. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so do yeah, you, but do you do you uh, what do you what do you since like uh, a lot of your work is is on a comedy. Like, do you prefer working in comedy or in, or do you like dramatic roles? Like, did you enjoy doing the dramatic role more? Wait, would you consider Alicia a dramatic role? 
Yeah, well, yeah, it's a thriller. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll yeah, check it. It, it, it's certainly not. I mean, sure, there's some funny parts in the movie, but it's not a comedy. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, I, Sandra I think died I, for Christ's sake. <laughs> no. Oh man, everyone was. I mean, a lot of people were happy that that, that happened. Anyway, <laughs> 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 um, da, 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 I. I think I I'm always gonna have a, a a thing for um for villains, so I guess naturally I'm gonna always gravitate to probably drama. I was Ursula for Halloween a few years ago, so oh, like yes. I live and breathe here. <laughs> oh, cool! We'll have to check out that photo on and your Instagram. And there would not have right? been a Little Mermaid without Ursula. Can I just say that? Like, <laughs> come on now, like. <laughs> Can we see that photo of Ursula on your Instagram? Yeah. I, okay, good. I think it's there. Yeah. Okay, we we'll have to check it's that out. A while out. back, though, you gotta do some scrolling. You know what? Here's a here's the great thing about you is so first and foremost, you're very pretty. Thank um, you. Oh yeah. So so the the good thing is is that you can play these all these different roles. I'm always the bad guy. I play. I get cast as the bad guy. Ninety eight. Point nine percent of the time, you know what I mean. Like that. So, in the beginning, I was just happy that I was working. Let's get that. Let's get it understood. You know, you're like, oh, I'm getting parts. I'm getting parts. And then after a while, you're like, but I swear I'm a nice person. Cause, <laughs> cause people, when people meet me, they're like, oh, you're not that bad. Like, Aww. you know. You get, you get typecast in real life. I've had the police called on me twice, like from roles, you know. So it's like, right, exactly. And I, I swear, I am a cat lover for crying out loud. Okay, I, you know, I'm, I'm sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Crystal, I mean, I mean, talking to you here on this interview, I know that you're anything but a villain. But is there any similarities to Alicia and yourself? She keeps looking to the side, which worries me. <laughs> um, similarities. You know. She's clever. She is. She certainly is. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I love an empowered girl. Okay. You might think, well, what's empowering about Alicia? Well, there is a certain amount of independence and just uh i can't find the word so i'll move on and then it'll come to me and then i'll hit you like oh remember that word um there's a certain <laughs> amount of um just confidence that you have to have in yourself to go the direction that no one else is going like so one more time so i i the way i see alicia is i she's just she's an outcast she's misunderstood she's alone she's um she's not seen and i think uh, the same feelings happen to all people, but again, it's the choice that you make with how you resolve or overcome those feelings. And so Alicia's like, well, anyway, I'm going, I'm taking it. Whereas other people are going the, the other direction. Okay, and that makes sense. I love that don't, that don't like to go to jail. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I just love someone that just like is who they are unapologetically and okay. just 
Unapologetically, take, yes. Takes it. I'm like, She's get it. Take it. That's it right. Is it not there? Well, take it. <laughs> and I, I love that. So I love an empowered girl and it, I just love empowered people. And I also love underdogs. And she's certainly that. So, uh, I, if, I, I, go ahead. Yeah, I feel that it was a good way to segue into Sister season three because your character of Jasmine actually got arrested too, right? She sure did. So yeah. there's there, there's some similarities already there because I'm, I'm are, feeling like I'm not you're not I'm not inviting you over for dinner now. Like you, you already <laughs> t- like. <laughs> I love a person that just takes what they want. Wait a minute. I love it. <laughs> like, hold on. Yeah. I just, I feel like I'm not judging. I'm kind of just sitting back and seeing like, well, what are you going to do? And they're like, I'm taking it. I'm like, they're taking it. And then the <laughs> is like, well, I'm going to wait my turn. I'm like, they're waiting their turn. Like, <laughs> I'm not judging. I'm just, I'm observing. But I, I love that, like, go-getter uh, energy. I love it. All right. And, and, and that's, I guess that's how I see Alicia. <laughs> I love <And> Jasmine. <laughs> wow, Crystal, this was a phenomenal interview. Thank you so much for uh, joining us here on Below the Belt Show. Of course, you can check out Tubi TV and yes. check out Twisted House Sitter. And of course, on BET, we got a few more episodes of season three of Sisters, right? Yep. You gotta say you gotta say hi to um KJ for us. That's KJ that's, Smith has been on the show. Oh my gosh, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, Kate, yeah, tell her Lion said hey. I definitely will. Oh my gosh. Um I'm uh, hopefully gonna be seeing her soon, so I definitely will. Oh, that means season four? Um because it has we a dinner. <laughs> We're, we're just going to go eat food. <laughs> okay, okay. We're still yeah. waiting for season four, though. The, the green light for season four, right? I I think there will be a season four. Hopefully, All right. hopefully we'll be there. So, yeah. <laughs> you know we're refriending. Um, we're going to request you on social media. You better follow back, miss. Okay. I, oh, I'm okay. Instagram only. I have a Twitter, but I don't go on it. And I, I have a Facebook, but I'm not there either. So, as long as it's on Instagram, That's I will Instagram. see you and we'll do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> So before we let you go, Crystal, if you could let us know who you are, throw out a plug for Twisted House Sitter, you know, throw out your Instagram if you want. And of course, let us know you're on Below the Belt Show. So whenever you're ready. Oh, God. No pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. All right. Hey, guys, I'm Crystal Naomi, and you are watching me on Below the Belt for my interview with Mike, Lion, Al, and Anna. Uh, okay, I gotta start over. Y'all yeah, gotta let's do it again. Edit this. Edit we'll this edit up. this one. Take two. Okay. <laughs> okay, wait, let me get this in order. You gotta get that laugh in. You really have to include the laugh in the uh, oh god. Uh, I, I want like a more subtle, like sultry, like, like Marilyn Monroe laughing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, hey guys, I'm Crystal Naomi. I play Alicia on Twisted House Sitter. You can catch it on Tubi. And thank you guys at Below the Belt. And peace out. See you guys soon. Wonderful. Let's do a snapshot on the count of three. Look in the camera. One, two, and. <laughs> All right. Crystal, that was awesome. And thank you, George. George from Tubi. Uh, Hanging out in the back. Thank you, George. Thanks, George. <laughs> There's a thumbs up. <laughs> There's that. 
Crystal, thank you so much. This is an amazing interview. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is awesome. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. All right. And well, we also have to sadly say goodbye to a uh, our panelist, uh, Lion Beckwith, a.k.a. the Cal Drogo of the DMV, who's already uh, got stuff going on uh, at all hours of the day, right? So Absolutely. Absolutely. It was so great seeing you guys. Oh, man. Back on the show. Don't be a stranger, man. Yeah. yeah. Got to see you guys soon. Love you yeah, all. Yeah, we have... We got to hang out soon. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, always a blast hanging out with you. So, so when we yeah. say goodbye to Lion, we're going to uh, cut to the classic cut break. And uh, I was looking at the celebrity birthdays, and it is President Barack Obama's 60th birthday today. Ooh, so happy, happy birthday, birthday. Uh, Barack Obama, who is now a Netflix producer, no longer uh, in politics. Um, but... Uh, of course, Barack Obama is not really a singer. He's you know, known for leading the country instead. So there's actually a list of his favorite songs of 2020. So I figured uh, for the cool cut, as we usually do a classic up with the cool cut, um, let's play one of his favorite songs of 2020 in honor of uh, Barack Obama's birthday. And on the list was rapper J. Cole's The Climb Back. So we're going to uh, play that clip as Anna B., Mike, the general, and Al Celebrity Soda will be back. However, we're going to say goodbye to Lion Beckwith. So uh, thank you so much, uh, Lion, the Cal Drogo of the DMV. Where can we catch you next? Uh, Drug Hunter and Netflix and Hulu and everything. All right. Guys, take it easy. See you guys soon. Miss you. Later. See you, Lion. Everything come back around full circle Why do lies sound pleasant but the truth hurtful Everybody gotta cry once in a while But how long will it take for you smile? This is that come back to life shit My niggas pick me up and we gon' light the city up As if the sun had the night shit And paint the town red for my nigga found that too soon Yeah, to the left of that decimal I need seven figures to play the joint Turn up your That was, uh... J. Cole, one of uh, Obama's favorite songs. Happy birthday, President Barack Obama, uh, the climb back. And uh, a little off the air, Anna B., you were talking about uh, getting back in the dating scene. Yeah? Yeah, and it's, How it's was been it horrible. During, during, <laughs> during the pandemic. During the I, don't pandemic. Even think, I don't even think it's even due to the pandemic. It's just the people that, even online, like, you know, I'm active on, on TikTok. So I see a lot of videos there, of pe- what people post. And everybody yeah. says that the dating field right now is toxic. Um, it's just absolutely horrible. There's this new culture of like the talking stage now. And then that's before actually dating and then dating. And then even then, it's like so, several months before you can actually consider it be in a relationship or something like that it's like right crazy. right well i think that so, so when you when you say the pandemic talking. Actually, hasn't it been identified uh, intensified more so because of the pandemic because people want to do the video calls first and then okay are you vaccinated are you not vaccinated you know can we meet in person do you have to know their limitations you know people have different views on everything well, and i Figure that's if also factoring. If they're not well. if they're not vaccinated by now, doesn't that say something more about them as a person as opposed to like I'm yeah. I'm 
I don't know. I'd see I'd see someone who isn't vaccinated by now unless they have some kind of health issue as a huge red flag personally. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. uh so like it's uh I don't know. I mean, like I like I've said, I mean, I'm way out of the dating game, so I haven't uh had to sure. do this time <laughs> that's teasing be grateful be grateful because it sucks well general I mean, you know you know my issues with it with the online yeah game. i've showed you the ones that liked me yeah, and then I, ones yeah. That I've liked, I haven't heard from so i'm sorry go ahead you'll have like conversations with multiple people like and everything's going great and then out of nowhere silence Dead silence. Um, so, so you get ghosted? Uh, no, silence as in no. There's no, mo- no continuation of the conversation. Is what you're yeah. saying, right? And then they well, kind of that... leave you. They leave you there so that then, if let's say if they're you know dating someone else, they have you on the roster. In other words, so then oh, if geez. that doesn't work out, then they'll just go come back because they could just then match you and ghost you like that. You know, that would be the best scenario. Just unmatch you and then you're, you're done with that person oh, but okay. just, like, actually, so now i now i know now i know what happened when i dm'd on a b yeah <laughs> well would you actually consider that the best scenario though i'd be no, really no, no. Oh, no, okay. no, i'm being sarcastic, I'm being sarcastic oh, about that because okay but that's a big thing now in this culture the ghosting i'm like why can't you just be an adult and just say look I'm not feeling the connection or the vibe here through the messaging. You know, I, know. I hope you find the person you're looking for and move on. That's like. I wish I got that from the from the PhD student uh, I dated. General, you know the story. Yeah. Um, she, was, she seemed nice. It's kind of a shame that. It's a shame. I just got totally ghosted. <laughs> yeah. And, and when you're when you're like unlinked or you know, unfriended on social media or unfollowed. Yeah. Without any explanation, you feel like yeah. you've done nothing wrong. They just kind of just want to cut you out. So yeah, and it's I, like, I can't really. That, it kind of. I met up with my ex last you. Sunday, you know. So you know that girl that I dated. So we're still very friendly, and you know, we, granted, it had been many years. Um, but um, you know, it's just still good, to, you know, to keep some kind of, you know, relationship uh, with your exes, even though you know, I don't know. I guess it really depends, right? Um, yeah. But um, but let's let's hope that improves as as the pandemic is in the rear view and we can focus on all that good stuff. So um, I don't even think yes. it's a pandemic. I'm gonna stick to that. Yeah. I'm like, I, it's just people are just crappy. That's the thing. Like, I, but I think just... it's been intensified because of this. You know. Um, but maybe well, I'm what I what I'm guessing maybe though I'm more is from what. Uh, you know, which which you were saying about like there's so many options is because there's like a common thing. And I I think if I'm going to wager a guess, it probably happens on both sides, but I'm sure it happens more on like Anna, you're a very pretty girl. So mm-hmm. you probably get a lot of attention on um, on Tinder or whatever app you use and uh, or Bumble or whatever. And uh, what I'm guessing is you probably get a ton of like a um, ton of people who initially match. Right. Yeah, Does that happen? Yeah. yeah OK. Yeah. A lot. So. So what, what I'm guessing probably happens is it actually kind of does it get kind of like stressful to 
to, you know, decide on the people that you want to actually give that attention to, to even find out if there's like a connection. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I know, like I would be, uh, you know, that would, that would actually like, that would cause a lot of anxiety for me if like, you know, I'd be like, well, you know, if I decide to talk to this person, maybe this other person who I don't have time to talk to, maybe she's awesome, but I don't know. And I won't ever know because if I'm taking time to talk to this person and she sucks, <laughs> it's <laughs> like um, I can't go back to this other person because she'll be like, well, what the fuck? Why didn't you talk to me earlier? And yeah, so I could totally see I could totally see that being a big problem. And especially, you know, and the other thing, like, like, think of it this way for both men and women. And I'm going to guess it's probably more so for women than men. But I, I mean, just based on what Al told me, <laughs> but it, it's uh, it's almost like being at a buffet. Mm -hmm. But being at a buffet, like when you think about it, when you're at a buffet, like when there's like so much food out there. <laughs> like, do you, take, do you take a lot of time to, like, really get to know any particular dish? Like, you know, you're either going to, like, take a little bit from 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 each of them and wind up not really enjoying any of them. Or you're going to take too much from one and run the risk of it making you sick, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so so there were a lot of yeah, guys wanting the next. Were a lot of guys wanting the Mexican enchiladas? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> Analogy there. Anna B, do you have a type? What is your type? I, I do, but I don't like to talk about it because I feel like okay. I don't want... Because it's happened in the past where I would say my ideal type. And then there's some people that... It's called, I guess, kind of like the imposter um, syndrome, I think. Where some people... Um, I'm not sure if that's the right terminology. It might not be, but... Uh, people will adjust to what you like. And then so then you don't really get to see the real person. So you don't want so, that out in the uh, BTB airwaves, so to speak. Yeah. So I just okay. like, I mean, in Maybe. general, even I've been asked before, but I'm like, no, I'm like, when okay. I see it, I'll tell you. Like, okay, okay. that's okay. my idea. Yeah. Well, are either Al or I your type? <laughs> <laughs> You're both my type. <laughs> okay. So that's why did good. I get a reply on my DM? Oh, my. <laughs> I will, I I will say, Anna. No, go I ahead, was, Anna. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. I do have like, I a have big strict rule. I do have a strict rule, though, when it comes to like dating. I'm like, I won't, I won't even like date friends or anything really, because I would never want to ruin that. Because every like pretty really? much a lot of my relationships have ended not so well, um, or we've lost the friendship afterwards, and that was the most painful thing. So that you want to date like, from the get go. Pretty much, yeah. Like I'll rather like like kind of strangers, I guess, because then so you're, writing, general, part of you're my writing me in general off is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna like, keep you guys forever. I don't want to lose you guys. <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna give us a time. <laughs> well, 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 no, no, that was refreshing to hear, Anna. You know, we we sometimes don't delve too much in our. Uh, you know, no, no. I mean, we're, we're a pop culture show, but yeah, I mean, obviously, at the end of the day, we're humans and. And our mm. listeners want to know more about us. And, you know, there's a part of me that wants to keep the mystique of the host of with the most and, and not delve too much. But it was a, kind of very refreshing to hear um, everyone's take on this. And uh, maybe yeah. we can do maybe we can do a little bit more of that. 
We you know, we could we could we could do an offshoot podcast which is just about relationships. You know, <laughs> yeah, and then have more people high. and then have more people because I'm pretty sure a lot of other people have more experiences and crazy stories. Yeah. Let's we let's do that. Let's let's keep keep that in the back burner. I mean I mean <laughs> it's that... kinda like we could we could do that at about the same time when I finally finished the uh the script for that radio play that I was thinking about doing as a podcast. Wow, that would be a second podcast. <laughs> Holy shit. Or we could just do a special segment. Um okay. something something that we can keep our uh uh ears open and and uh possibly bring maybe maybe the next uh, time uh this particular threesome no pun intended is, is back. Oh, we, can, we can think of something like that. But, uh, but I like where you're headed. I like you're headed. But uh, I guess for a few more entertainment stuff, guys. I mean, this is I guess this is what, this is what our listeners are uh, are curious about. So um, back to back to the format. <laughs> um, back to real life. Yeah. Well, it's some HBO Max stuff. Um, so J.J. Abrams produced the sh- uh, a spinoff of The Shining. But HBO Max passed on it. They didn't want it for for whatever reason. So now oh. it's in um, negotiations at Netflix right now um, about the, the the most famous haunted hotel in American fiction. Um, and oh, is, uh, it like a, is it like a prequel about the the story of the um, you know you know how they had in the in the movie The Shining they had those like poster not posters of those photographs from like the 19 1939 or something like that yeah yeah yeah. i mean i'm maybe maybe so but i guess it focuses on that particular property um which was featured in the stephen king novel and then of course the stanley kubrick 1980 film um and i guess right now netflix is among the bidders to uh to seize it um which I mean, Netflix picks up a lot of stuff like Cobra Kai, and then saved a lot of shows, you know, from being passed on. So Cobra Kai, you know, is a big hit, got uh, all these Emmy nominations. So Cobra Kai uh, star Cholo Maradueña, um is in talks as a lead role as Jaime Reyes in Blue Beetle. Yeah. Anabi, are, you, are you familiar with Blue Beetle, Anabi? And I think we talked about uh, Blue Beetle before. Mike, the general, I know you're familiar with Anna. With, with, sorry, Mike. Mike, the general. I know you're. I am familiar, familiar with, with Anna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're familiar with uh, the Blue Beetle as well. Of course. And then the, now the, this Jamie Reyes character. Um, now Ted Cord's the original Blue Beetle, correct? Well, the original Blue Beetle is actually Dan Garrett. He's the one okay. from like the 50s and 60s. Okay. But well, we all know that General knows about the Blue Beetle, but. Uh, but uh i don't know i think i mean cholo maraduena i mean he's he's a great actor have you finally caught up on uh cobra kai anna yes yes i'm caught up yeah, yeah. how I do you am. think, how do you think cholo would, would would do as a blue beetle character I, on hbo I, max i think it would be good yeah yeah and, and you know hbo max has really like they have a lot of good shows and actually um i don't know if you've heard of the warrior the warrior warrior the one that's based on bruce lee bruce lee's bruce original lee's story writing. yes yes yeah his, his, yes. uh, his daughter produces it yeah yeah shannon lee so um yes i i'm caught up in that one too and honestly uh it's one of the most underrated shows out there because you know it, it has really great storyline um it talks about a point in history that normally i've never seen any other show do that or even in school be taught that about that yeah 
I mean, overall, and then the acting and, you know, of course, I love the main actor in the show, but <laughs> Andrew yeah. Koji, so. Okay, Andrew Koji, yeah. I mean, this is, um, I guess, yeah, it's, um, it'll be interesting to see uh, how um, Cholo does, if he does land the role, because they said he's in talks, but Angel Manuel Soto, who shares my name, uh, <laughs> he actually directed Charm City Kings, he uh, will be directing. This is going to be a straight to HBO Max film. So, yeah. um, so I'm looking of, forward I to it. I'm kind of, I have some faith, I have some faith on HBO Max, though. Yeah, I mean, I hear great things about Doom Patrol, which I haven't finished yet. I hear great things about Titans and all, a lot of the other DC properties. And um, now that now that you mentioned Warrior is on, it, it is on HBO Max. Warrior. HBO Max. Yeah. Good, good. Then I I think initially it was on Cinemax. Yes, it was. Switch. Good. Yeah. So now I'll be able to see it because I never had Cinemax, or at least I hadn't had it in years. So that's yeah. Let cool. me know after you watch it. Like what you I shall, I shall. Uh, also on HBO Max, a pirate comedy called Our Flag Means Death, starring Taika Waititi. Leslie Jones just joined the cast for that. It's about Taika as a pampered aristocrat who abandoned his life of privilege to become a pirate. That could be awesome. That could, could be could be a lot of um, fun, right? Yeah, it kind of reminds me, there was this really, really great, I mean, a lot of people hated it, but I loved it. It's this old movie from the 90s called Cabin Boy, which had that same kind of uh, premise. Ah, okay. Start Chris Elliott, and um, uh, Taika Waititi has always proven his comedic chops, and I don't know how yes. he had the time to like, star in a movie. I but, know. <laughs> I'm starting starting a tv show but and directing with all you know so many other you know projects as well yeah yeah um over on amazon prime uh, they just dropped a trailer for camila cabello cinderella so this is kind of a i guess a latin take on uh on cinderella right i guess um or maybe it's not maybe it's just they because they just cast you know, camila cabello maybe it's not necessarily a latina take but uh uh, Dita Menzel also uh, stars in it as well. And uh, Pose star Billy Porter is also uh, um, in this as well. Um, uh, I guess he's the guy that he, I guess he's the, the the one that dresses Cinderella to the ball, I guess. Um, he's one of oh, the mice. Right. Yes. I guess he's one of the mice. That, was the mice the, the characters that dress Cinderella to the ball? Yeah, weren't they the ones who put the put the dress together? Okay, but weren't Wait, they? Wait, are brought... you talking about? I thought I thought the fairy godmother was going to be a guy, right? Oh, yeah. oh he's the fairy godmother. Oh, oh, Billy Porter is the fairy fairy godmother, and I guess Adina yeah. Menzel was the wicked stepmother. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. So yeah, what what the heck? Another another take on uh, Cinderella. Um, Amazon also. Um, Announced the premiere date for the Lord of the Rings series. Ooh, when, when, when? September second, twenty twenty two. Oh, <laughs> we still gotta wait a while. <laughs> so excited! I was like, yes. Yeah, so, but, I'm know, calling have, off work. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, they just dropped uh, a production still of it's like a landscape uh, shot, which was basically a first official image of the series, which is pretty cool looking. Um, but yeah, it is pretty exciting uh, to see that. Uh, let's see, over on Apple, there's an upcoming thriller movie called Emancipation, starring Will Smith and Ben Foster. 
Um, and Will Smith stars as Peter, a runaway slave who flees Louisiana and hopes of traveling north um, to freedom. So Emancipation is uh, inspired by the true story of whipped Peter, an enslaved person who emancipated himself from a southern plantation and joined the Union Army. I don't think I've seen Will Smith tackle this kind of role before, um, like a slavery type of role. I don't think I have seen or, or something like that kind of period piece type of role. So it'd be interesting yeah. to see Will in that. I, I don't believe I could be wrong, but I don't recall him doing any kind of role like that before. Yeah, he doesn't really like I'm trying to think like he hasn't really done any roles which like deal like explicitly with racism, has he? Not too much. I think he's kind of avoided those roles in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that he... I mean, there's always, like, you know, in a lot of his movies, there's always this, like, undercurrent, like, subplot that he has to deal with, like, racists, but not something, like, where he's, like, a slave or something like that. Right. About, you know, it's about racism, pretty much. Yeah. So that's going to be on Apple TV. I think it's going straight to Apple TV. Uh, You'll get a second season of Rose Burns physical TV series, as well as Truth Be Told. Uh, another second season of that. They just dropped a trailer, uh, and that will premiere on August 20th. Um, Hulu's got a couple new projects. Uh, Tell Me Lies. The stars uh, Emma Roberts and Grace Van Patten. Um, and then we have Aubrey Plaza in a Hulu drama p- pilot called Olga Dies Dreaming. <laughs> um, she's a wedding planner whose surface success Okay, she's a wedding planner whose successes mask a darker interior. Okay. Um, so uh, basically, we're talking some crazy mental issues, maybe. I don't know, some compulsive issues. Um, but Aubrey Plaza, she's great at playing crazy. I mean, if you've seen Legion on yeah. FX, uh, she's, she, can, she can definitely play those characters. And, of course, Ingrid Goes West, um, another phenomenal movie. Um, she just plays crazy well. <laughs> so Aubrey should do uh, great with this. Um, um, let's see. Um, any Rick and Morty fans? Anyone check out the latest episode of the, the Gotron? Uh, Jerry Sis, Rick Evangelion. It was uh, a kind of a parody on the whole Voltron uh, um, you know, uh, fandom, I guess, where... Uh, Rick and the family sought out to find, instead of the lions or whatever they were, they were ferrets, and they made this giant monster. Um, it's so I tell you, man, it, it's one of my favorite animated series. Is yeah, is Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty, um, Harley Quinn, and Invincible are, are three of the best animated series out right now that everyone needs to see. Yeah. They're just excellent, especially Invincible. Invincible is just, wow. It's just phenomenal. It's such a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal um, series. Uh, let's see. Over reality TV, maybe The the Bachelor, The Bachelorette. Could reality TV on it be? Maybe that could be something, <laughs> something that, <laughs> that, uh, that you could uh, consider. Um, so basically, they're giving... Um, Two current um, Bachelorette um, hosts that replaced Chris Harrison. That's Tasia Adams and Caitlin Bristow. 
they're going to actually host the next season of The Bachelorette as well. So Chris Harrison, he's done with The Bachelor franchise. He pretty much got canceled. As you know, he defended a contestant, Rachel O'Connell, oh, by yeah. saying um, it wasn't a problem to be at a at a um, Southern Plantation Ball in 2018, but it is in 2021. Just an observation. I seriously doubt he endorses slavery or plantation, uh, but he got in a lot of trouble for it. So he's not going to be uh, he's not going to be hosting uh, the Bachelor or Bachelorette anymore. But yeah. Um, Tasia Adams, Caitlin Bristow, they're former contestants. They're going to host um, again for the next season, The Bachelorette and American Idol. Uh, they're coming back for their landmark 20th season. Can you believe American Idol has been on that long? Crazy. Uh, Luke, uh, Luke Bryan, Katy Perry, Lionel Richie will be returning as judges, and Ryan Seacrest will be back as the host. Um, and um, yeah, there's some. COVID, interesting COVID news. They just had to delay production on The Masked Singer. Um, they had 12 COVID-19 cases on set. Um, and uh, yeah, that's 12 is a lot. Usually there's like one and they shut production down, but to have 12, 12 cases in a single uh, set, uh, right, 12 cases on a single set, uh, that that's just insane. It's crazy because Walt Disney is actually requiring um, their salaried employees to get vaccinated before returning to work now. So some companies are actually making vaccines mandatory now. It's it's come to that point, yet, you know, um, and even to attend certain events and screenings. Like I've gotten emails for certain screenings and like if you want to be in the audience of a certain show, you kind of have to show proof of vaccination um and even the sundance film festival when they return um in person in 2022 basically they're um also requiring that all participant attending must be fully vaccinated so i mean there's gonna be a lot of people that are going to be against this you know because yeah um, i can see that i can I see it being a problem too, you know yeah i know there's already a lot of people not wanting to get vaccinated so i feel like that would be like a bigger issue like you can't force people they're gonna say that yeah even though we're uh, it seems like everybody in the room is is uh pro vaccine yeah. and pro science i do agree that you 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 know you're kind of limiting um and it's kind of a personal your know, medical uh, your medical choice is kind of a personal choice yeah, yeah, no, I so agree with that too. To I, deprive I that. somebody of attending, you know, maybe they can just, you know, be if they don't, you know, if they are vaccinated, they don't have to wear a mask. If they aren't vaccinated, they have to maybe sit in a certain section and maybe wear a mask. I don't know, but um, it's pretty much dictating, um, you know, uh, people's uh, medical choices, basically. You know, yeah, general. We're just talking about, you know, uh, how Netflix and Walt Disney are pretty much requiring employees to be vaccinated now it's like a requirement now you know so it's interesting that medical choices are being determined by certain employers especially yeah. in the entertainment industry i think it's i don't i know i'm not really sure i disagree with that though you I mean, you're not sure it, you disagree i think it's like it, it is kind of a personal medical choice at the end of the day no so, i don't know this is more of okay. a thing this is more of a like a public good thing it's not like uh deciding whether you're getting some kind of elective surgery or something like yeah. that. This is, I mean, it's the same thing as, 
I mean, people are required for lots of jobs to have vaccinations for like whooping cough and things like that. Okay. You know, you know, it's not, I mean, people don't. So it's not too, not too different than that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is, this is for, you know, this is for the, the greater, uh, the greater, um, well, the greater good, but also the yeah the population as a whole versus a single person. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So, so I, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't personally, I don't see a problem with that. But I know lots of people don't agree with me on that. But yeah, yeah. So I, I'm curious how this will ha- be handled because events, Sundance Film Festival, I just was mentioning that they're going to require the attendees to be vaccinated. Um, certain film sets, and Netflix was one of them that we talked about last week. Sean Penn didn't want to continue shooting his film because um, not everybody was vaccinated. He wasn't going to resume production until everybody was vaccinated. So, mm-hmm. kind of crazy. Um, well wishes go out to Bob Odenkirk. He uh, is going to be okay, thank God. He has a small heart attack. We we're really worried about him because he had you know collapsed on set during a film during filming of Better Call Saul. Um, but he just wrote, um, to my friends and family who surrounded me and for the outpouring of love from everybody who expressed concern. It's overwhelming. I feel the love and it feels so much. I had a small heart attack, but I'm going to be okay. Thanks to Rosa Estrada and the doctors who knew how to fix the blockage without surgery. So a little blockage without surgery. He's going to be okay. Also, Kathy Griffin, um, recovering from lung surgery she had um lung cancer and she had to have a portion of her lung removed um and she said she never smoked her entire life never smoked cigarettes but yet still somehow got lung cancer so well wishes go after her yeah um and i didn't know that kit harrington of game of thrones opened up about his mental health recently and if you if you know if you didn't know that he after game of thrones concluded he didn't he didn't act uh, until the Eternals, so I think the Eternals was his first role, um, mm-hmm. and he um, explained why basically, and that's like over a year without working. And he <clears> said he <throat> went through some mental health difficulties after Thrones, and it was directly due to the nature of the show and what he had been doing for years. Um, and he had to really concentrate on himself after uh, Game of Thrones um, wrapped. And then the pandemic hit, and then, of course, then he does The Eternals, and then he does an episode of Modern Love, which will be on Amazon Prime. So he will be back. Um, Just a couple cancel culture things. Andrew Cuomo, now in deep, deep shit, uh, found, apparently they they found out that he sexually harassed multiple um, current and former state government employees. And in a five-month investigation, and they spoke to 179 people, uh, that Cuomo, the Cuomo administration was a hostile work. Uh, uh, sorry, the Cuomo administration was a hostile work environment, and that it was rife with fear and intimidation. Jeez, man. Uh, so multiple he's like, yeah, they're you know they really kind of painted him as like a harvey weinstein type in the in the yeah he inappropriately touched and sexually harassed women who work with him one aide in his office said that he groped her booby um yeah so um yeah so uh he's yeah kind of a skis 
kind of a skis. Um, also, rapper the baby getting canceled. Um, uh, Lollapalooza dropped dropped the baby. Also, um, the governor's music ball dropped the baby, and I guess the reason was for supposed um, homophobic mar- uh, remarks about HIV and AIDS. Um, basically, he said first. Um, well, let's start from the beginning. Um, so he wanted to, he, he talked about like how his, he has fans that are gay or straight and that his gay fans don't have HIV AIDS because they're not nasty or junkies. They got class. Wow. Um, but it initially started by saying, um, he asked fans to shine their flashlights and if they didn't show up today with HIV AIDS, any of them deadly, them deadly, sorry, those deadly, <laughs> sexually transmitted diseases that will make you die in two to three weeks. And then he said um, that his gay fans, trying to defend his remarks, that his gay fans don't have HIV or AIDS because they're not nasty or drunkies and they have class. So he was dropped from two major music festivals because of those comments. Um, definitely... Not a smart move. And uh, apparently Michael Che got in some heat uh, for making fun of Simone Biles. And he said that he had a lot of jokes for Simone Biles. And he said um, he had um, he said a really tasteless joke about Larry Nasser. He said, Larry Nasser understands Simone, Simone Biles better than anyone. He had to quit doing what he loved at the pinnacle of his career because of mounting pressure. Um, so uh um he actually deleted his um yeah he had to delete his instagram and his uh social media uh accounts due to the backlash because simone biles has been all over social media um you know she, she had a lot of pressure when she had quit initially and then she actually competed in uh the women's balance beam event and got a bronze medal right so it was just that one particular um you know gymnastics competition that that she you know did not feel comfortable continuing due to mental health issues um there's there's a simone biles's story is uh really really unique in that like yeah I don't know if you guys know this, but they changed uh they changed a lot of rules in the, in the you know gymnastics. the gymnastics in gymnastics because she was regarded as being so much better than the rest of the competition. So they kind of like penalized her, like gave her this like uh you know, gave her this like handicap to begin with. Or I guess technically it's they gave the other people a handicap to like compete with her. To compete with and, her on the same and, level. Yeah. And interesting. I don't know, like that can really that can really mess with your head where oh, like absolutely. you know yeah. you can you can totally like you 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 kinda think that okay, maybe like the judges are out to get her just by that. And um you know, she she's already proven how good she is. Like she competed with like a broken with like broken toes before and everything. Yeah. So like you know, it's not. Yeah. I don't think it's it's the matter of like pressure. But they did say like, uh, you guys know what the twisties are? Like I, I yeah, learned... she said that was that was a big part of it. 
where yeah. athletes suddenly and inexplicably are unable to complete the spins, which are required right. uh, for a maneuver. Yeah, well, the thing is with that, like, that's a that's a common thing in a lot of sports. Uh, it's in a lot of other sports, like, especially, like, I know it's happened a couple times in baseball and in basketball. They call it the yips. And there's this yeah. famous there's this famous story about this um, all-star second baseman for the New York Yankees named uh, Chuck Knobloch, who uh, he was an all-star and everything. And, you know, one day suddenly he couldn't throw to you know he couldn't throw the ball to first base like he'd throw it and would go like way out of the out of the way and like no one really could understand why like how could that happen and it's something similar to that like twisties thing but the difference is with gymnastics and if you uh if you get that when you're and you can't do spins in gymnastics like you're in the air, you're going to like seriously hurt yourself. Yeah. If you don't, it's it's a little different than if you miss a throw. You yeah. know. And so the balance beam competition is a little less demanding compared to the the competition that Simone um, drew, uh, withdrew from. So that's probably was was you know contributed to her. Um, and then I'm also reading here that her aunt had passed away while she was competing at the Tokyo Olympics. So that also can might have contributed to the mental health issues she was facing so mm-hmm. i don't know it's just crazy how that's the, been the focus of a lot of the the um the pop culture news um but um nonetheless <sighs> um bronze medal still taking home a medal so congrats to her and um last thing i really have before in tonight's show is just a huge shocker of a release from WWE that bray wyatt the fiend Released really for no explanation. He is a main eventer. He's a former WWE champion. Um, he had a crazy gimmick. He sells tons of merchandise. But WWE surprisingly released him from his contract, along with the Nature Boy Ric Flair, uh, who was working as a legend in the as a legend uh, in the WWE. Those just two shocking releases. Um, in addition to Braun Strowman and. Um, uh, many other WWE talents that were, were surprised to be released. Um, so uh, I don't know how they're going to handle that. Um, but a lot of uh, rumors are saying that NBC is trying to sell. Sorry. A lot of rumors is that WWE is trying to sell the company to NBC and they got to make some budget cuts. And that's what they're saying is the reason. So when NBC acquires WWE, they'll have another, you know, they'll have additional money from other buckets to you know, pull from to hopefully hire some of these people back. So we'll just have to see what happens there. Um, <laughs> this is pretty funny, actually, on uh, AEW wrestling. They used um, a pizza cutter in a wrestling match. Okay. Uh, Chris Jericho. This. You heard about this, funny. right? So it was a match yeah. with Chris Jericho. And uh, he was wrestling Nick Gage in an ODQ match. And then Gage used a pizza slicer on Jericho's forehead. And at the same time, AEW ran a picture-in-picture ad for Domino's that began with someone cutting up pizza with a pizza slice. So Domino's was so pissed off. Uh, They said they were not involved, nor had any foreknowledge of the gory scene uh, where we saw Chris Jericho's head spliced open with a pizza cutter. This is what a Domino's spokesperson said. 
We share the concerns expressed about this incident of the content of this TV program and in our assessing our advertising presence going forward. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of tasteless to put an ad for Domino's Pizza right after you get sliced open. Well, do you think? Do you think it was? It, it had to have been intentional. Like, there's no way that that was, I yeah, think there's AEW no way that was a coincidence. They, can cho- they, they get all the ads, and I think they can choose where to put the ads exactly. Yeah. And they chose that moment. <laughs> I think it's very tongue-in-cheek. You, you know? figure Domino's would just, like, kind of lean into the controversy because it gets them a lot right. of publicity. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't know. If anything, yeah, they should be happy. Right, General? In fact, I'm yeah. going to get some pizza tomorrow. It's on my mind. Uh, or maybe, or maybe they're just saying that just to save face. They're like, "Oh, what? that's so bad!" Yay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to get canceled too. I have Yeah, I know. When was the last time? Like, I I can't even remember the last time I ate Domino's pizza. I think because there's so many more um, superior types. Time. There's so many superior pizza, and you know, some of the best pizza are the mom and pop shops. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, they just make more far superior pizza than the popular change. You know what I mean? And they're not paying us. I'm not going to plug them, but uh, well, yeah, some of the you know, one thing I just, will plug. Yeah. One thing I will plug. I'm not going to plug. I'm not going to name the company by name because, like you said, we're not being paid for them. But there is a certain. It's a chain, but it's a certain chain where they make. They they do like this like flash. Uh, you know, they make that flash pizza where it's like really fast, yeah. like done that is some good pizza it's actually really really good okay and it's made so quickly and it's like surprising how good it is like it has like they'll give you so many toppings for it i don't know and they and the end and yeah it's okay i'll I'll say who it is it's mod pizza and they and they play like I've i've had mod pizza before yeah and That's, they play awesome music in their um in their in their restaurants too, really? which I was like surprised about. What what kind of music do they play? Just well, they they play a lot of like uh they play a lot of like for instance they played the band Pulp, which I would never have expected to hear in a in a restaurant in a million years. More year. obscure alternative rock. Yeah. Cool. They play like they 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 were like when I was in there they were playing like the Velvet Underground and Pulp and like all wow. this other like. Really cool old stuff. Okay. I wonder if it's the the franchisers um, playlist or it's the corporate playlist. Yeah. I, I guess they That's can play whatever thing. they want. Um, and of course, uh, a couple RIPs announced. Uh, Saginaw Grant, Native American actor, known for his performances, Big Chief Bear in The Lone Ranger, passed away. Alvin Ng, Asian American actor, best known for his leading roles in the Broadway musicals, had passed away. Soap actor Jay Pickett of Port Charles fame passed away at the age of 60. No official cause of death was released. And um, this is really, really sad news. We talked about it last week as Anthony Barajas was on life support. Sadly, he had died. He's a TikTok star um, that was watching the Forever Purge in Corona, California with a girl that he took on on a date. Um, A shooter just, just unprovoked attack, just shot. Just fired off into the theater, killed um, a young girl, Riley Goodrich, 18 years old. Anthony was shot. Um, he was on life support. Um, and um, last week we had, we had talked about him being on life support. We were hoping for the best, but sadly he was um, arrested. But the shooter has been arrested 
for suspicion of murder um, and robbery. And they found a firearm at his house that matched the weapon used in the shooting. He's being held on bail. Um, and the shooter did not know any of the victims. So it's just, I don't know. Do you think it's just crazy? Like that Joker situation, the Joker shooting where it's like the purge is all about killing people. And of course the Joker is a villain that kills people. I don't know, but it's just, it's just sad when you want to go watch a fucking movie and you have to be scared for your life just for a little escapism from the real world and have to worry about a fucking goddamn psycho. Yeah. Fucking blowing your head off. And it's just, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Well, yeah, it's unacceptable anywhere. I mean, this is what the, you know, what do they say? Like, you know, this is not the first time this has happened. I mean, the Joker tragedy was horrific in Colorado. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. one of the worst, worst shootings that I recall. And I still think about it, you know, and just how horrific it is. And now it's just, you just have to watch everyone just, 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 just be alert. You know, we want yeah. the movie to be the movie theater experience to be a place of, of joy and laughter and, and, uh, and entertainment and not for, uh, endangering anybody's safety. So, anyways, with death we celebrate life, guys. Richard Belzer. Belzer. Seventy-seven. Happy birthday, Richard. Richard. Billy Bob you. Thornton is sixty-six. Happy birthday, Happy Billy, Billy Bob. Uh, Daniel Day Kim, Kim is fifty-three. 53. Actor Michael DeLuise is fifty-two. Meghan Markle from Suits is 40. The princess, the duchess of the duchess herself. Happy birthday. And the Sprouse brothers, Dylan and Cole Sprouse from Riverdale. Sweet life of Zach and Cody. Um, They're 29 today for you Riverdale fans. And if you didn't know, if you're just a Riverdale fan, you didn't know that um, that Cole Sprouse has a brother, a twin brother named Dylan. So most people probably don't even know that, but they're 29 today. And of course, President Barack Obama is 50 today. So that's all I have today, guys. This is a great show tonight, guys. I'm on vacation finally, man. And uh, before we end tonight's show, I just wanted the general to throw out his trip to uh, Mexico. I know you. Uh, we didn't get to chat chat about that earlier. And of course, Anabi, that's Anabi's home country. And uh, oh yeah. What can you share about your Mexican experience, uh, Jen? Well, the one thing I can say is, well, for one thing, you know, this is the opposite of a plug, but don't ever fly Spirit Air. Oh, uh, never, <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah, so the the trip itself was phenomenal. I mean, we were we stayed in this town called Akamal. I don't know if you guys know it. Um, it sounds it's, familiar. Where is it? It's close. It's close to Tulum, which is um, right outside of. Uh, I was just Rent- in Tulum a couple years ago. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. Loved it. Yeah. So we did all the. I mean, we stayed at. Uh, we stayed at probably the nicest resort I think I've ever stayed at in my life. The um, it was the Secrets in Akamal, and and um, you know, it was it was kind of surreal because it was really chill. I mean, Mexico still has rules that they can only have a 60 percent capacity in their in their hotels. So, you know, it wasn't very crowded and um, everything. There was like this real chill vibe. 
And, you know, there was, I mean, of course, we're, we were there during the time of year where there's like lots of seaweed, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But, you know, they were able to clean the beach really well. And they had these like big nets and everything. And um, one of the things that I found, um, like we, uh, we, you know, because Spirit Air sucks so much, we had to stay there an extra night, which is not a problem, not usually a big deal, except they also lost uh, lost Michelle's luggage. <laughs> so, Ugh. hey, you know, I ranted about Greyhound. Bus. Yeah. Rants about Spirit, man. I mean, take ownership of your sucky services. So, yeah. But yeah. besides losing the luggage, which she eventually did get back, she got her luggage back. Right. Um, um, all in all, very beautiful, scenic, Absolutely. good food. Hadn't done a hadn't done an all inclusive type place in many years. And Mexican ruins think. as well. You saw the ruins. Yeah, we went to we went to Tulum. We went to yes. um, we went to uh, Coba. Coba is really really cool. I like that a lot. It was like you know ruins like in the middle of the jungle. And uh, yeah, I really dug that a lot. And then so, got to swim in the in the cenotes, yeah. which were amazing. Yeah. And um, I missed yeah. the cenotes last time. Yeah, um, when I was there, but I have to do that again. Well, General, uh, that that's great that you are were vacationing, and uh, yours truly will be on vacation. I'm gonna spend some time in California uh, with some friends and family. I'm jelly um, as hell for that. I'd like to. I haven't yeah, been there. Yeah, I'm gonna. You know, I mean, it's not as exotic as uh, Mexico. Although, also, I'll spend some time at the pool and at, by the beach, of course. But it'd be just good to, to hang out with my sister and some friends, including Art Hall, who was on Below the Belt show a couple weeks ago. My buddy Art. Um, and uh, see a lot of the West Coast peeps. Um, should be a lot of fun. I'll have to fill everybody in on on the trip. Um, Supposedly, I am recording. Uh, uh, even though I'm be uh, on vacation mode, apparently we have to talk about the Suicide Squad. So I'm going to be recording um, a show remotely from Los Angeles next week. But it's okay. okay. It's okay. I'm a, I'm away for so long. It's like two hours already to record a show. I'm okay. We got to talk about Suicide Squad. <laughs> okay. Got to talk about it. So, all right, guys. Well, we're going to end tonight's show, guys. Uh, we'd like to thank, of course, our special guest. Crystal Lee Naomi from Twisted House Sitter. Make sure you check it out on Tubi TV. A very entertaining, crazy thriller. Um, you probably will not trust anybody to house sit after watching this movie. Um, we'd like to thank, of course, the Cal Drogo of the DMV, Lion Beckwith. Can you believe he's back on BTV? It's been a minute. Um, of course, we'd like to thank, of course, the illustrious panel, Anna B, cosplayer extraordinaire. I was so glad to be back. <laughs> Thank you, Anna B. And I hope to see you at Awesome Con, yes? Yeah, hopefully. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, hopefully that will be a yes. Mike the General is on maybe for Awesome Con. Maybe, maybe we'll see you. I'd like to go, I think. Okay. We'll keep that in mind. And uh, before we say goodbye, Mike the General is on, you had your first Baltimore improv class. Yeah, I did. I did. And I forgot, was... I'd be remiss if I didn't ask really quickly about that. How did that go? Oh, it was a it was a blast. I had a great time in it. Awesome. I mean, it, it was it was silly. It wasn't really we didn't really uh, 
you know, it was it was basically we played one of those yes and games, which I know uh, most people are familiar with, right? Where um, you do the, uh, you know, these like what they call micro scenes, which is pretty much just three lines where you just yeah. try to like, you do the yes and to try to um, to try to uh, continue like, a story. Yeah, continue a story and to yes. like escalate it. Yes, and yes, yes, yes. yes. But it was like like literally for everyone in the class. I mean, especially because it's like a beginner's class. Uh, we were all doing it for the first time, so it was a lot of training wheels. And yeah. we did some kind of like name recog name like uh, word association game and a name recognition game and things like that. There's a there's a girl in the class who reminds me so much of Aubrey Plaza. I mean, oh my she, she doesn't really look like her, but she's like got the mannerisms the april ludgate mannerisms wow is she, is she a hottie i mean she's cute but it's like yeah. a uh, i mean you know she's Does she's she look like her though <laughs> no she doesn't look like her at all she's black she has the mannerisms okay but she has the mannerisms perfect and uh, it was it was fun like uh she and i did like a a little one of those like yes and scenes together and uh, that was fun and um so yeah It'll. I'll have more to say in the uh, in the coming weeks as we do more and more of it, and then at the end of September we're gonna have our showcase, which will be yes. public and open General to anyone. Zod, I, I think it's cool you're kind of you know doing doing something that that a, a lot of the other BTB people that are actors in the entertainment and uh mm -hmm. you know uh and that's uh, improv is a big part of it. So I yeah I think it's so cool that you're doing it. It's something I've wanted to do, yeah. for God, since I was really, really young, and uh, I just never got around to it. And you know, I was always kind of like a little gun shy about doing it sometimes. Yeah. But now, another, like, uh, uh, yeah, another exciting hobby to to add, and who knows, the improv could be used uh, here on Below the Belcher or whatever you pursue, I, I think, whatever you pursue I, afterwards. Though. Yeah. But how cool. considering how much fun I had with this, I'm, I think I'm definitely going to continue the improv for as long as I can. At least awesome. until I get it. Very cool. Anna B, have you taken anything like that before? Like an improv class or an acting class? No, no, I haven't. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> not, sure, not sure if it's your kind of thing? No, I mean, I've seen it on, on, on TV. I, I think yeah. it's cool, but I think it takes special talent to do stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you certainly have other talents. That's for sure, Anna <laughs> That is for sure. Well, let's go ahead and close out tonight's show, guys. On behalf of Mike the General Zod. That's me. <laughs> Anna B. Cosplayer Extraordinaire. And, of course, left the building as Lion Beckwith, the Cal Drogo of the DMV. I'm Al Celebrity Soto. Mike the General Zod, I don't have a closing cut um, this week. So why don't you close the show with announcing the song that you heard at the pizza shop? Because I can't think of anything else right now. Okay, uh, why don't you play? Well, we—I mean, it should be the cool cut now, not the classic cut. Right? Yeah, it's the cool cut. Okay, well, if this is an old song, but it's, well, then uh, it's a classic cut. Okay, it's the classic cut. Let's. Oh, you played, but you played like one of Barack Obama's favorite songs from 2020. I did the, for the for the, so, the midpoint. So for closing the show. Yeah, so for closing the show, at Mod Pizza, they played the song Sweet Jane by, uh, well, I guess it's Lou Reed, not Velvet Underground, but you can okay. play that. All right, Sweet Jane. Lou Reed, Sweet Jane. Yes. All right, closing out tonight's show.
All right, we'll see you guys next week. Until Bye. then, peace. Riding the studs back at Jim. You know, those were different times. All, all the poets, they studied rules of verse. And those ladies, they rode their eyes. It has been a ill show tonight, and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. But for the bad boys of Baltimore saying, until next time, keep chilling like a villain. Bye, goodbye, 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 goodbye.